Yo, what's going on? We're back again. Recipe's podcast number 65. We're going to talk the latest news, highlights from the past week or so. We're going to review Dynamite like we always do. Rob's going to be hitting the soundboard. Um, <laughs> obviously, first things first, like, subscribe. Uh, Super Chats if you're feeling generous. Always appreciated. Um, but yeah, man, I'm going to go around and see how everyone's doing first. Ibu, back or Pangman, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm having a, I'm having an okay week. Uh, pro wrestling has been really good this week, so I'm excited to talk about it with everybody. Mm. That it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, short and sweet from Ibu. Jesus. Short, short and sweet. Uh, Isra, first lady of WrestlePurist. Uh, how you doing? I am so, so great. I'm really excited to talk about professional wrestling. Nope. The greatest entertainment medium of all time. You know, I'm just so excited about wrestling right now. Also, I'm crocheting. So if you see me look down, because I need to do something therapeutic um yes thank you for asking how are you monty actually we never ask how you are no one usually gives a shit about you but see if no one cares i care it's tough it's tough you know i'm I'm good you know i'm I'm just i'm the i'm the cold face professional around here you know i don't don't need people i don't need people to ask me uncle you know i'm I'm, I'm happy for you you know know, vincent kennedy mcmott over here man You know, something like that, something like that. Uh, Rob, shout out, to all the, shout out to all the Israelites. No, my babies, I of love course. you. We got one here, heart editing 499. Um, dropping in early before my break ends to say Team Israel. <laughs> shout out heart editing as always. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Rob, you're in the Undertaker lighting. You know, you're in your Bray Wyatt bag. You're doing something over there. How you doing? I know the best podcast all week, every week. Blessed flagship show of any wrestling podcast brand on the fucking site. We just wanted an excuse to hit the sound board. We were supposed to be here early, but then I I was laying down and it was like 5.09. And then I woke up and it was 5.33. And I was like, damn. We know where you really was. Where you think I was? was We, we, We know. We know what you really was, bro. You know, bro. No, bro. We Rob, know. Just remember, just remember who was here for you first. Remember your mm. roots, where you came from. Okay. Mm. Shout out to mm. Peach, though. That's my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, uh, before your Wi-Fi gives out on us, um, you know, one of the main players over here, Wrestle Purist. How you doing? I'm good. You know. Um... It's kind of, you know, text freezing up and shit, but, you know, I'm straight. Yeah, he's good, you know. Always good to have him when he's here, when Wi-Fi is working. You know, we're going to hold on to him. Um, okay, where should we start? This is where we'll you start. You asked me what I'm crocheting. I'm making a crop okay. top. <laughs> yarn <laughs> is so expensive nowadays. Like, you get one skein of yarn, it's like Thanks. six bucks, and you need at least two skeins to make just, like, a little bitty crop top. Like, what are you <laughs> Oh, so how long is it going to take you to make that? Um, I've been working on it for the past like three days, but that's so because what, I'm doing single crochet, and that's like really tight and like thin. And I haven't crocheted in a very long time, so I'm like the first day was me just getting the hang of it again. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm moving faster now. It's just so. What do you have so far? Hang on. 
Not Monty pretending to care about my hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you I have so far. So this is okay. gonna wrap around. So mm -hmm. and then this I just have to make like the length of it mm -hmm. and then the straps. So mm -hmm. it's not gonna take too long. To be long, to be long things, you know. This is this is a uh, this is a lifestyle podcast, not just a wrestling podcast, you know. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Real shit. You know, hobbies, all those things. Uh, <laughs> Andrew the Giant, two pound super chat. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, backup hangman fears Israel and that does is factual. We can confirm that here. Andrew the Giant, story. thank you so much for your super chat donation. Uh, that would not be correct. I do not fear this stuff. No, he does no, fear no, me. He does fear I, me. I don't. I don't. Can, can I tell y'all a story? This is a personal story. Can I? Oh boy. Go so for it. The, the other day, um, our friend, our friend backup hangman had the hiccups. And he was telling me, and he was telling me, oh my God, how do, how do people get rid of the hiccups? And I don't know if, if y'all know about this or if your family does this, but when I have the hiccups, like my mom would literally do something to scare me. And if you have like a shock and a fear, um, your hiccups go away. So I start pressing him about some shit. I'm like, I know exactly what you said. I know what you did. Da da da. And he was just like shook. Like he, he was like, what did I do? Like, what happened? What did you hear? And then the hiccups went away. So there's literally hard evidence <laughs> that this man got scared of me, but he's gonna get on here and be like, "No, I'm scared. Okay, I scared. I don't. I don't have no fear. No, no, no. The relationship for you is crazy. She, she was like, she was like, I heard about it, like like what you said, like what you did, and I know about it. And I was like, I was like, what? And she's like, we can talk about no, it. I'm not like you don't like, know. Was, but was, now I'm like, thinking, now I'm thinking there really was something that was said. Because why was he? Why did he get shook? No, nah, I was just like. So, if like, anyone has any information about? that is incriminating with backup hangman, my DM is open. I am, I am a, a clean, righteous, wholesome man oh, who who no, fears not, me. Who doesn't fear you? I don't, I don't oh, fear. I, I only fear Allah, you know. But um, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> this is a wrestling. I'm seeing a lot. Of, I'm seeing a lot of people <laughs> saying. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of the hangy hive in the chat. No, you're not. Not hangy No, you're not, bro. Seeing a lot of the hangy hives. There's not one, bro. Not, not, not that many. Not that many Israelites. I see a couple Montel mobs members. That's me. Yeah, Montel. I've that one. Mostly hangy hives. We lost Chris. I look down. We look at bro. What do you do to him, bro? I didn't do shit. Oh man, let's let's get let's get things started, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Should we start with Dynamite or? Mm, I kind of, I kind of want to, I kind of want to foreplay before we get into Dynamite. Actually, you know, first things first, of course. Uh, today <laughs> was the, uh... What you, what you want to do? I kind of want to get into get into the news before we get. Yeah, I was trying, I was trying to be sincere yeah. for a second, you know. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. today, uh, learn about tragic this news. This man of... off air. This is a family show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't do nothing. I, I, hmm. Why is the chat lying on me? Why is the chat lying on me? Look, I'm trying, trying to be a wholesome, professional, sincere <laughs> podcast. Yeah, like lifestyle, <laughs> the art of wrestling. And these these guy hangman, bro, we just you know, look, I can't, I can't, I don't want to transition into what I was going to transition to now because it's like serious, serious things going on. This is what I'm going to do instead. Nice super chat from my little chaos, $5. Thanks for making every Thursday a whole lot with the wrestling talk and takes. Mad respect for everyone involved in WrestlePuris. Hashtag Team WrestlePuris. Appreciate you very much, my little chaos. You, my always little supporting in the live chats. We always uh, 
see no east and appreciate you uh same like many of the other people that we uh usually see in these live chats and stuff there's a lot of familiar names and that's uh you know it's one of the cool things that we've got with uh you know he's another one darren walker five pounds oh my appreciate god. you oh, darren you bouncing on it bro like <laughs> god damn nigga. all right let's see here darren walker five pounds he said uh, he said great that Israel on tonight <laughs> Get her views on her voice of being uh chucked out the ring by a YouTuber star at the Rumble and hello to backup. Um, that YouTuber, and we're gonna talk about this later. That YouTuber is a great wrestler, and he's my second favorite mm -hmm. white boy in that whole company, and I love him. Y'all, y'all think y'all think you're gonna try to hold me? Like, no, like this is <laughs> I've been wanting this match for so long. <laughs> Logan Paul is the second best blonde white man on Monday Night Raw. Yo, yo. We gotta have a conversation. You Hangman, Hangman was gone. Hangman was gone for ten weeks. Hangman was gone for ten weeks, and every super chat you donated, you had his name in it, bro. You, is this nigga your father? Yo, bro, you bounced yo, on let, it, yo. Let, let, let Darren Walker come. No, <laughs> no, he's not your father. You bouncing yeah, on yeah. it. He said no. Listen, listen. Uh, oh shit. Need some money, Berlin. Um. Okay, Ibu, feel that uh, while I'm sending money this link. Oh, man, he's about to hop on? Mm-hmm. Hold on. Can you... No. Hello? Hello, hello, okay, hello, hello. we got you again. Okay. Yeah, Um. nah, so look, look. I'm really happy you're here. Robert, I'm happy you are here because we have a lot to get into when it comes to Dynamite, obviously, but... um. Even even beyond Dynamite and even beyond the Vince stuff and even some beyond the Royal Rumble fallout, uh, we're really going to get into, at some point today, what's going to be a better match at WrestleMania, which is, you know, Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes or Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. And I think that there's an obvious answer here. An answer yep. that we will all and come we both to. know what it is. We all know. You tell me exactly what you think is. off air. Yeah, we, we all know what the exact obvious answer is here. Manny Mafias. <laughs> we got the Manny Mafia here. Okay. Guys, listen, we have 106 viewers already. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning into the Russell Pierce podcast on this Thursday. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're here, like the video, you know. If you like what listen, we do, listen. you want us to continue. All that doing good what stuff, we do, like this like, video. Like, subscribe. It don't matter if you donate two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars. Twenty dollars, fifty dollars, <laughs> nigga. We still appreciate you. We still appreciate the money that you give us. You paid for my drugs mm -hmm. to speak. I thank you. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Monty, what do you what do you make of 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 uh, Triple H calling Stone Cold to wrestle and him him saying leave me alone? Like, <laughs> Wait, what the what happened? Uh, Hunter hit up Stone Cold to wrestle at WrestleMania, and he's just like, you know, leave me alone, bro. Like. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't accepting anything, bro. He, he was he's like, yeah, he's, I'm not taking no calls from Vince. The thing is, though, so I think a lot of people think of uh, Overlook with Stone Cold mm. like wrestling again now that right. even that comeback was like, mm. he even says it at the time, and obviously, KFA, whatever. Um, mm. But like he said, like, you know, ending his career in Texas at WrestleMania, like, he couldn't have really ended it any better in like a comeback match, really? you know? Yeah. So it's like, Unless he's wrestling like John Cena or some shit, mm -hmm. and it's like they not wrestle each other. Never, yeah. they never got to wrestle. Never. No, it, the, the thing the thing that shocks me has is Stone Cold ever wrestled the um, Hulk Hogan? No, no. Because I'm thinking like all the Golden Boys, like the main guys from the era, never really crossed paths. Now that I think about it, 
a lot of them, yeah. He, he wanted to wrestle Hogan, and, and when Rock got that match, he was really upset, and it was part of why he quit. I was going to say, guys, if you look at the business, right, so many people can't put it away. They can't let it go, right? So many people keep coming back and coming back to get the paycheck, to show up, get the crowd pop. No, so many people can't let it go. Undertaker couldn't retire for the life of him. Austin, it's like, it's like he's trying to avoid it. And when you hear him talk about it, he says things like, ah, I want people to just remember me, how they liked me. I don't want to like water it down by showing up and sh being around too much. And it makes That's me wonder, what. like, I, I wonder, like, I, I wonder what it is that, that, that makes him just kind of like, like anxious about it. You know, this is interesting to think about. That's Good. not why. It's because you know Austin's neck is made of string cheese and one more bump and that nigga is going paralyzed from the neck down, bro. You know that's why. It's the same reason why Kurt's not getting back in the ring. It's the same oh, reason Kurt why Angle. People gotta let Kurt Angle go, bro. When I see him, I'm not. Y'all see that nigga, bro? Nah, bro her her, her team to podcast, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, Monty, when he shows up on Raw and he's like standing, he doesn't stand straight. He's like hunched over with his neck. Mm. And I'm like, bro, bro you it, know, he, he gave his body to the game, bro. You know, yeah, he's, he's he's you watch his podcast, it looks like it, it like it's like somebody has to push a button for like him to remember some like certain shit. When he returns, the vibes are just different. Like, remember when he teamed up with the Shield, and like he was a part of like maybe twenty percent of the match overall. But when he was a part of it, like it was just, it was just cozy. It was like, yeah, yeah it's not. It's kind of, uh, you know. <laughs> I don't remember when that nigga taking. I remember that nigga taking one bump, and I was, and he left for the rest of the match and came back at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Monty, if you ever listen to his podcast, he'll be like this. He'll be like, uh, I remember it was me and Eddie uh, one time, and um. Uh, uh, He'll be looking around, and then the the guy would be like, like SmackDown. Yeah, but SmackDown, like SmackDown. Oh yeah, SmackDown. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was like two thousand four, five, uh, maybe uh, four. Uh, and like four, yeah, four, four, yeah. I'm like, oh, Kurt, wait up. Face, and, and it was when you were facing Big Show and you cut his hair. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I was so fun. <laughs> bro, his crazy, bro. I think he got CTE. <laughs> Like real authentic CTE. Bro, that ass, bro. They're like, did I ever wrestle Edge? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. in the interview, yeah, like, he's, he wrestled, he's he wrestled. It's tough, bro. It's tough, man. We all love <laughs> Kurt as well. That's the thing. It's <laughs> tough. It's tough. And like you just said, when he, when he's around and he actually does anything, it's just like kind of heartwarming, you know? It's just like, oh, oh, my God. When oh. he was the guest referee on Raw 30, and yeah. Gunther got in his face, and all Kurt did was push him. <laughs> I know that shit hurt his neck. I know that hurt his neck. That nigga, that nigga pushed Gunther his neck, did the fucking Mortal Kombat meme where his whole body explodes. Shit bro, nasty, bro. People, like, bro, even to this day, our very own Chris wants Kenny Omega to wrestle Kurt Angle. Do you realize what would happen to Kurt Angle if you took a V trigger? Like, bro, like, he, no one wants to see it up, bro. You know, bro, bro, yeah. bro. But yo, super chat, super chats. Andrew the Giant, five pounds. Appreciate you. My six year old and I watched the women's rumble. She cried when Liv didn't win. Oh. Teaching them young right. that wrestling will disappoint you. Yeah. Good lesson. No, that's real parent. That part, that part. Can you hear me? Uh, the mm -hmm. part about uh, wrestling will disappoint you because yeah. let me tell you when, you, when my boy got eliminated uh, by that YouTuber, first thing I did, I sh I just went straight upstairs. I <laughs> grabbed my yarn and I just started I rage I, seen, you know? like, I was literally like stabbing 
the needle into the yarn. I was like, completely ignored the shit out of what was going on on my TV. I woke up when the women's rumble started and then they disappointed me again with Liv. But it's like, we all predicted that it was going to be Rhea and Cody anyways. Mm. Question: So you didn't visually witness when uh, when Mr. Rhodes won the Royal Rumble? You didn't. You didn't see. No, <laughs> I was gone. <laughs> I was not on this earth no more. It, it, it makes me feel better. The final two was him and Gunther. Gunther was portrayed really strong, and there's a very good chance that he's going to be the one to end Cody's title reign by summer. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I like Gunther a lot. But what does that have to do with me? <laughs> it, it, it's you're, trying to, you're trying to soften the blow, bro. You was here last Thursday, you know. I <laughs> this, this like, okay, no, yeah. I was I was telling Henny this, like, you know, earlier we had a conversation and I was uh, complaining. And I'm like, you know, when I don't like a wrestler, I just don't watch their material. The only reason I sat through Cody and Seth's trilogy is because of Seth. So if Cody and him are separated and Cody's doing whatever, I'm not going to watch it. Like, I'm not going to know what the fuck he's doing. I don't hate watch anything. So until the belt is on someone else, I'm really, like, I'm not going to know what the hell's going on. Yo, yo, if Seth gets drafted to SmackDown, it's just, just going to straight up, like, drop Raw as a TV show. No, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I really would just love for Seth to just go to SmackDown. But then I got a little sad because I'm like, he's literally put so much work into making Raw his show. To have it colonized by the Aryan would be heartbreaking to me. However, I will still support it, you know, if he was to go somewhere else. But it's just, it's bittersweet, you know? Yo, Pete's got me crying. I was, I was definitely. Pete said Rob yeah. pushing for the soundboard like he won't be seated for the entire title. Uh, oh. entire title Yo, race. I told her, I told her, listen, I said, if his win at WrestleMania, if he has a win at WrestleMania that's like all in dramatic level, then I listen, I'm changing my, my banner to Nightmare <laughs> Family shit. I'm changing my profile picture to Nightmare Bro, Rob, I'm putting Cody Nation in so my Let's go. Let's go. Yo, Rob, yo, Rob is, I'm Rob ready, is bro. like, Rob, Rob will shit, switch shit, up in the blink bro. of an eye, like yes. I need it. He's faith, bro. He, he always wants to be on the winning team, bro. You know, always yeah, on the exactly. Listen, when AO's here, when AO's and AO's like, yo, fuck Cody Rhodes, motherfucker, and then Rob like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just goes with whatever yeah. narrative is winning on that podcast, bro. It's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Rob like Cody, nasty. Cody up, Cody about to, Cody about to beat Roman. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know, bro. He, listen, listen, listen. He has to be bleeding. The Uso, one of the Usos has to be missing an arm. It has to be super dramatic, bro. It, has, it, has, it will be, be, bro. Listen to what we're talking about, you know? Wait a minute. Chris just not going to come back. Is this what we're, this what we're no, doing? I don't know. Matt, do you want to scoop on the Elimination Chamber? Where's Manny? Yeah, you told me he was coming like two minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. I also going through a schedule to defend his Intercontinental title in the singles match at Elimination Chamber. That's all I was told. Hmm, who I do you know. think it is? Y'all gotta go get the neck tattoo. Who is y'all? I don't know. Uh-oh. <laughs> who? Oh yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be Ricky. I'm gonna be Brotherhood neck tattoo. Not me. I'm gonna be Ricky Starks in that one picture from the Rumble of when he was walking me. in. That's what I'm gonna be. Right, let's um let's get back on track. Couple more super it. chats then on the floor for some subjects, man. Uh yes, time Spurs two dollars, cut angles looks like a sentient potato now. That's very cruel, you know. <laughs> Spiteful. We all love cut angle, you know. True. I'm sure you mean it from a place of love anyway, you know. Uh Victor S four ninety nine, appreciate it. In honor of the NBA trade deadline next week, what is one trade that you'd make right now between WWE and AEW that would benefit both companies? Um 
Israel, you go first because your answers to these things are always very uh, interesting, you know? <laughs> Send. Mm. <laughs> she's smirky because she's about to drop some like, evil book. All right, all right. I, 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 I got it. I got it. I got it. Send Hangman Adam Page to WWE <laughs> for Cody Rhodes. That would make both companies worse. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> like, like both I feel like I feel like Adam Page like is very decision, like you know? I feel like he really suits WWE. And he's fine. And I really want to see him wrestle my favorites. This feels like a, a decision made purely in your own self self viewing interest. <laughs> well, if I get to make big boss, you know, calls. Mm-hmm. That's what's gonna happen. Ibe, <laughs> who are you going with? I don't know. Skip me. And go to Rob for now. Rob, you got anyone in mind? Ricochet for damn. I got a good one. Do you <gasps> actually do? I'll finish. I'll finish off. I'll finish off. Rob. I'll finish off. Ricochet for Wardlow. Wardlow. What the fuck? He was just blending in with all the other Brolic dudes with no personality. Like, oh, we're getting two in one. Oh my god. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ready for the match? Yo, Manny, lighten up. Like, look at this man. Yeah, Manny. He came in. Manny, Manny, you're on time, man. Hi. Yo, yo, Monty. Okay, ready? House of Black to WWE. And in return, of a, a trade package of Roderick Strong. <laughs> um, Manny, who do you want to anymore? Uh, <laughs> Manny would just do that straight up, bro. Roddy for House of Black. Roddy for House of Black. Oh, you know what? You know what? You know what? Uh, give me the two Creed brothers. Creed brothers are cool. Would I, like I do Creed that? If I, if I Fuck with the Creed brothers, bro. Would, yeah. I, would I do that? Um, they're young, so that's that's a tough one. If I was Hunter. I mean, like, they are young, bro. But like, what? What? It's sad. You give me Chad. You give me Chad Gable and Otis. Nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. All right, you know, you're, all right, ready? Give me House of Black. I'm giving you Roddy and the Creeds. Go ahead. We'll do that. We'll do that trade. I'll, nah, I'm. Uh, I I figured it out. Ricky and for then, Ricochet. I I wouldn't trade Ricochet for Ricky Stars. Nigga. Ricochet, what do you mean? Yeah, Ricochet is worth at that. Least probably, like, yeah, that probably works for both sides. I feel like if you was to trade yeah, Ricochet, yeah, yeah, then you should get uh, the two. What's that tag team? The two light skin low boys. Oh shit! Oh, no, you're not not top light. I feel like top light would be a good trade for Rico. No, y'all can have Ricky Starks. If this was, if this was like, if this was Vince Ricochet, then I wouldn't give up. Yo, 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 Chris, you would, you would trade Ricky Starks for two second round draft picks. Nigga, I'll trade Ricky Starks for. <laughs> you you, you going to trade him for Chad Gable? You going to trade him for Chad Gable? Of course you would. <laughs> I'll trade that nigga for Pat McAfee. <laughs> you, nah, Pat McAfee is. Pat McAfee does add a lot, though, when he's on show, bro. So. No, this is Ricky. Pat McAfee is like. I also, I also need a way to get Dolph Ziggler into the AW. Yo, I, like would low key go insane, I feel like I, feel like I, I, go I don't know. We, we might just come in and just kind of like 
you know. Well, Dolph is really good on the microphone. He's great, man. Oh, look, Dolph, Dolph, Dolph can be like Yo, don't excellent. Don't sleep on you know? Dolph. Like I feel like y'all forgot because WWE beat the love out of the sport out of Dolph, mm-hmm. but like he could really go. No, Dolph's yeah. great. Look, man, I see. I see what the passion Samojo found in his broken body last night, and mm-hmm. now I'm willing to see yeah. what that broken passion out of my good friend <laughs> looks like in the, in the fleet. Listen, I'm, I'm explaining. Shit, man. I, Later tonight, guys, I'm going to explain to you how, how Joe has perfected the art of wrestling in as a veteran, you know, because there's because a way. he's the greatest wrestler of all time, you know. We'll get, to, we'll get to it, Ibu. You know, we'll get to it, man. We'll get to it. We're diving deep in, bro, you know. Deep diving into Samoa Joe. Yeah, we're doing it, you know. This is the February 3rd, February 2nd in America. Oh, this this is the day we're doing it, you know. Um, okay, <laughs> let's get let's get to business. Like I said, back on track. Yeah. Uh, first thing first, uh, obviously today uh, it was announced by Hacksaw Jim Duggar because he was given the message to deliver to the public. But um, unfortunately, uh, Lanny Poffo has passed away uh, at the age of sixty-eight. For those of you who don't know, he was a WWE WWF territory wrestler, uh, younger brother of Randy Savage. Um, I believe he was on a WrestleMania show. Um, uh, there was, yeah, he was he was on the All In show. He accompanied uh, Jay Lee for when he was doing the Black Machismo uh, character. He was always like talking of very funnily in the business. Uh, he seemed like a really nice guy, and obviously, it's very, uh, you know, very unfortunate news. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. Uh, so, like I said, rest in peace to him. Um, but yeah, uh, the WWE Investor School, that's literally like just finished about an hour ago. Um, there were some interesting comments on there, such as uh, Triple H saying that it's great to have Vince McMahon back, even if it is just at a board level, uh, because of his <laughs> incredible insight. Um, <laughs> Ibi, what tactics is he playing here? Okay, guys, let me explain to you. This needs a Rob level chart, because he's doing like five things at the same time. <laughs> Rob, get so, through it. Yeah, gotcha. Rob, Rob, I want Rob, I want you right now to get up either on your screen or on with, with a pen and paper. I want you to draw out what I'm saying, right? Okay. So Hunter, right, is he is trying to soothe the investors, right? By what would them know what would Triple H be as an emoji? I don't know, man. We'll is it, is it a pit bull we'll emoji? A, we'll put a hammer. A sledgehammer, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So 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 triple a pit bull H, and right? a sledgehammer. He doesn't want the investors to panic <laughs> or think that there's chaos and disorder within the company. So he's telling mm-hmm. the investors, hey, man, it's cool. We're happy Vince is here. So that is to soothe the investors, right? And and by going, hey, man, no fighting. It's good what he's doing. And he's trying to soothe his father by making his father feel like what he's doing is valued and important so that his father doesn't now turn his attention to his stuff and invade his space, which is the creative side. Um, so he's, he's trying to keep Vince at bay while also keeping the investors at bay and having neither side in, invade his side. 3D so, chess, um, bro. It, it's 3D chess for, for, for Paul Levesque here. Uh, well, he's, and, and he's, doing, he's doing all this while simultaneously lying because he does not want Vince McMahon involved in any of this, as seen by the December uh, uh, vote when he, did not, when he voted in opposition to Vince McMahon. <laughs> He literally voted for Vince to not come back in December. So, traitor. Mm. How you know? How you know that? Um, it, it, it's public information. The Wall Street Journal published it. it, it and Triple H voted against it. 
Yeah, but Triple H, yeah. is Triple H part of the board of directors? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. so real. But even, like... <laughs> yeah, but so did Stephanie, bro. Like, they all yeah. did. Stephanie voted no. Nick Khan. They all did. It was unanimous. Yeah, and eventually, like, hey, that's, that's what's up. I'm, I'm firing half y'all. I'm coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Vince is up. Uh, it's crazy because like, I remember... Nice, I remember he's going to be out of here soon, no? If, 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 if Comcast crazy. or Disney buys WWE, then yes, uh, allegedly. But Monty would have to serve up that topic for us and we'll get us that for the detail. Hold on, hold on. I'm almost finished. <laughs> You're still trying? <laughs> bro, he's got, he's got it, bro. The, look, look. We got, this is law. What does this mean? <laughs> you know? Uh, a couple of super chats while Rob finishes up his masterpiece. Uh, Showtime Spurs, $5. Appreciate you again. Manny was right. We better get the ghost of Dusty Hologram at the end of the match. Hmm. Very true. That's how we close in WrestleMania this year, baby. Zetopia Productions. Zetopia Productions, four ninety nine. Hangar and crew, what's the potential of how good Cody Roman will be? Match of the year, decade, all time. Special shout out to Israel, fellow member of the Arab tribe. Thank you so much hello, hello. for your for your uh for your donation. In, in all Wait, seriousness, you, uh... right? What was that, Chris? Do Arab people call it a tribe? Um, there's there's tribes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a, I, I I come from a tribe, but it's I'm sure different than the tribe that this person is a member of. Mm. So so what I was going to say is, um, Roman Reigns does not work as hard as he used to in the ring. And so that'll affect this, but I think that um, where at the points in the match where Roman will likely just be stalling and staring and pointing up and posing and flexing and talking, um, which there'll be a lot of that probably at the beginning of this, um, there's, it's going to be made up for with a lot of heat. And what I can say about Cody is he's pretty adaptable in the sense that he can have like a work rate high, like uh, octane match with someone, but he can all, but he has like, he knows the fundamental tools that you can employ on a slower paced match. So I could see a lot of like, for example, figure four sequences where he reverses and gets the most out of that or things like that. Uh, my honest guess is I'm projecting this to be about a four and a half star match. Yeah. Roman versus you're getting four and a half? That is so yeah. ambitious that's, and delusional. That's, ambitious that's probably, yeah, that's, uh, it, is, I, it, it is kind of ambitious, you know? You think so much? You, you, you don't think Cody and Roman in SoFi Stadium in LA I think your I think your personal enjoyment and possibly mine will be four point five out of five stars, you know. But uh, <laughs> I think in terms of like a, as a spreadsheet Alrighty. objective. Okay, way, finally some some good material. Rap show show. Got you. Hold on. <laughs> I'm like, come on, bro. sick of this already. Hook it up, you know. Even send right, it to me on. You can send it to me on DM if you've got it. So the the potential of how good Cody Roman will be, oh, the no. options that 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 um my Arab brother gave, match of the year, decade, all time, all of these options are very ambitious and cute, and I appreciate that you think that they could be any of these things. They will not. <laughs> do you so so you, you think do you think there will be matches on this WrestleMania show that, that are going to be better? Yeah. Mm. Like, I, 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 I'll spitball a couple of them. All right, so I'm going to tell you some of the planned Mania matches. You're going to tell me if they're going to be better or not. Ready? Okay. As- Asuka versus Bianca. Better. Ripley versus Charlotte. What? Ripley versus Charlotte. Charlotte versus Rhea who? Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Better. 
<laughs> Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. That's going to be match of the year. Better. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wait, li- li- listen, no, Israel. You see, if Seth continue the list, I, I don't want to hear no noise. We're in the middle of an exercise right now, Monty. If Seth doesn't deliver with Logan, bro. <laughs> yo, yo, Monty, could you mind if Seth has the worst Logan Paul match? Man, if Seth has a worse match with fucking Logan Paul than the Miz, he's got it. He's got it. He's got it. All right. Okay, so I'm pretty sure Hangman was asking me. We could just stop <laughs> this right now and I could leave. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, um, um, Sheamus versus Gunther versus uh, uh, um, Drew McIntyre. Better. Bobby Lashley versus Lesnar. Better. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not gonna be better. Yes, it is. Nigga, shut up. Edge, Edge versus Finn Balor in a Hell in a Cell. Better. Usos versus KO and Sammy. Better. John Cena versus Austin Theory. Better. You couldn't even say what a straight face. We needed Bob to come in with the soundboard after every time she said Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You're right. You're right. You're right. What else are they building to that I'm missing, Monty? That's about it. Oh, Ray versus Dominic. Is that going to be better than Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes? We're not building that. Wait, wait, wait. Rey Mysterio versus Dominic? That's absolutely happening. Rob, what are you talking Better. About? <laughs> That's going to be better, Isra. We so, lost it. Better. So, 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 why, so, so Isra, according to you, Cody versus Roman is going to be the worst match on the show. You're not serious, bro. Yes. Do you really do that? Or, or... <laughs> I don't like that I'm being accused of lying. It's going to be the worst Tell- match on the show. It's how she feel, bro. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that it's going to be bad, you know? Why is it so, like, perplexing to you that other matches will be good, even better? Like, yeah. do you think that the talent at WWE is incapable of having good matches at WrestleMania, the biggest show of the year? You're ridiculous. No. Uh, Monty, if you will. Mon- Monty, do you think that... Do you think... <laughs> I like how it covers Hangman as well as he's about to start talking. All right. So, you can can clearly see here. This, at the top, you see Hunter Mm -hmm. talking talking to Vince. He says, time to die. Um, I can't do the Hunter voice right now. My my shit is fucked. Um, Time to die, old man, right? Then you see Nick Khan talking to Hunter. He says, hey, hey, bro. I don't know what's going on here, bro. This nigga, we got to get this nigga up out of here, man. This nigga's tripping, right? So then Nick Khan texts one of the investors, right? He says, he says, hey, listen, man, he's he's trying, he's pushing really hard, bro. You gotta vote against it. You gotta vote against it. Then Vince comes back, right? He takes control of the company, he's trying to sell it. And he tells him, he tells him, he tells him, right? He says, Listen, listen, little bro. I know, I know you had your little fun changing NXT black to black and gold, but it's time for a second heart failure, little bro. And yes, yes, little bro. We bring we bring him back down south slinging low bro is coming back. Your little yeah, your little so Jonah, slang. your Jonah, Gargano, Mia Yim, all these niggas little wet dream is gonna turn into the theory wet dream. It's over, little bro. You're finished. You're cooked. It's over. So then you got Nick Khan texting Vince on the side while texting Honey. He says, Hey, low. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, it was an accident. Like, we didn't even mean to, like, like, what do you mean? Like, we didn't even mean to, we didn't do anything to you. You know what, what I'm saying? I'm on? telling you, this is how this is all going to play out. This is how it's all going to play out. I'm telling you. What is going on? <laughs> uh, four, four five twenty two said Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins is literally American Osprey versus Rollins. That's hilarious. Um, Monty, you saw in the uh, in the in that the match wrestling. is gonna be so sexy and be so athletic and like like otherworldly. Like <laughs> so I might literally right. pass out before it even finishes. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that before. Yo, Monty, Logan's gonna cosplay Will Osprey after Cody recommended him a Will Osprey match. Like he's oh, gonna, bro, he's, I can see it, bro. He's gonna, he's gonna definitely try to take some of his shit, bro. Like he's gonna go for a hidden blade. <laughs> gonna do the big prawn spot, you know? He's why he watching, he watching Osprey and uh, Okada G One final right now. <laughs> Yo, it's just gonna get that shit seven stars in, in the voting. Like. <laughs> you know, fuck it. Since since you're on WWE, we'll talk. We'll, we'll just talk the Royal Rumble fallout. So obviously, Cody Rhodes, you know. He won the Royal Rumble as expected. Uh, mm-hmm. He came out on came out on WWE Monday Night Raw this past Monday. Mm-hmm. We celebrated like a hero. Got you deserve it, chance. Then had a great TV main event with Finn Balor. Proper old school style shit. Uh, backup Hangman was shamelessly like screaming like a little girl for about all of this. And I wasn't screaming like, little girl at all. I was not screaming. Oh, I don't not, see, New Jersey is not that far from Pennsylvania. I from my house, I could hear you. No, you couldn't. <laughs> you could. He was hearing you all the way. Uh, I, I, I can bite, bro. I can bite. It was, was it You, was you was loving that shit, bro. Like I've been saying, it's all week, and it's like I've had loads of like messages, people in the live chat, like, "Oh, but man, he's so gassed that like Cody won the rumble, and oh, on Thursday he's gonna be having a victory lap." And you know what? The I did say I was gonna do that, but like this guy Ibu has been just so like. <laughs> But yeah, like, it's so fired like, up he, and squealy. He made the victory lap corny. <laughs> Even Monty couldn't enjoy it. Like, <laughs> you know what? Shout, shout out to Backup Hangman for being so, like, amazing at ruining things for everybody else. Like, it's, it's really impressive. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you know what, Ibu? You cannot be little. He ruined Punk. He ruined Cody. He ruined. <laughs> um, he ruined. Uh, oh my God! What's his name? Little short dude. Je- Gresham. Well, Gre- Gresham. I never I heard nobody. Him. Okay, I I was not familiar with Gresham, and I I do think he's talented. I'm not shitting on him. Okay, I'm talking about the way that Hangman has completely turned people off from him because I never it's heard people slander him. Running around lying, talking about he's better than Zack Saber. Like, get a job. Yo, listen, let me, explain you what's, what's, let me explain what's actually happening, guys. So, mm-hmm. AO came into this Twitter, into, into our sphere, right? And he decided, I'm going to take Hangman's base and steal them. And how do I do that? I have to delegitimize his opinions. And so he convinced the public that my opinions were bad. And then he was like, yo, guys, everybody that this nigga likes, bad. And so oh, it turned God. into Cody bad, Punk bad, Gresham bad, uh, you know, Braun Breaker bad. And so that's what's happening here, you know. You guys, happened. you guys hate on my favorites despite me, because it's not cool to like what Hangman likes anymore for whatever reason, you know. No, no, no. That's no. What's my memory so uh, right. Ao Ao came around in April. We was hating on. We had a space about Gresham in like February, March. Chris, Chris was going crazy on Gresham for like a year and a half. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think I don't think Gresham could have had the same match Timothy Thatcher had last night. 
talking about? <laughs> Oh, it wouldn't have been the same though, you know. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't. We'll get to it when we review the match, but it wouldn't have been the same. Like you could argue, you might have had a better match, or it would, but or you know, an equally as good match or something. But it wouldn't have been the same. Manny, Manny's cooking, bro. You know. Factor brought that. Uh, what's that? That mean, you know, fake British. What has come out yet? It's good shit, bro. He brings imperialism. We have, we have mm. breaking news from Dax Harwood. This week, this week on the FTR pod, he's just going to review the Roman Reigns Sami Zayn story. <laughs> that's not breaking news, bro. No, 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 no. The reason why I said break because that's just like hilariously nasty. Like that's you said it's breaking news. I thought he was going to be like, I thought he was going to be like, something that we needed to know, you know. Monty, Monty, you're the same guy that on Monday was like, oh my god, now we're cooking. Now we're cooking, Tony. Tony D'Angelo on main event. Oh, Let him cook. Yeah, but I didn't say breaking news, bro. Yo, I never, I, I, I never I, seen. I, I, I just popped, and niggas asked me what I was. I never, I never seen Monty pop harder on. I never seen Monty pop harder on. I was the most audio. excited he ever was. And niggas bro. said, niggas said, D- Tony D'Angelo on main event. Shit, nigga. We were like, what is wrong with you? He's a. He's this Italian guy in, in on NXT. Oh, he's the swim with the mm-hmm. fishes guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just recently, I just recently started watching NXT. I was like a NXT hater, NXT 2.0 hater, for the longest. But I, I really like what they're doing with their women's division. Like, mm. I was watching it last night, and it was just I, I, I don't know if this is gonna be 100 percent accurate, but it's like they're like a backstage with the women's, and they had a women's match, and another backstage segment, and then a beat down in the backstage, and then it was another women's match, and they debuted somebody, I think, and it was just like all throughout the show, it was just yeah. consistently like featuring women as if they were legitimately really equals to the men. Like it didn't feel like this is a men's show with like one or two women's matches or mm-hmm. one or two women's. It's, it's the other way around. It really is, and I feel like Shawn Michaels might be the only true feminist in wrestling. Like, who would have thought? It's what they do, bro. It's uh, very. They get a lot of focus and spotlight, you know. A lot of them are good too, bro. Shout out Kiana James and her Spanish fly. I um, yeah, so I, I, no, I, I really like the woman. I feel like it's a lot of um, and low key, it's like for, at first it was like Roxanne, and then Soul. It's like um. Uh, Tiffany Stratton. There's just so much there now, and I feel like it's yeah. in the beginning. I didn't care for it too much. Like I was having a hard time getting into it, but I feel like now the women are starting to get into a rhythm and figure themselves out, and you just see it kind of like getting better. So I've been, I've been really into it. So, Shout out Tiffany uh, Stratton. This is that um, Sean is very passionate about the developmental side of the show rather than like just like booking the established people. And so, you know, I don't watch enough these days to like be able to tell you if that's the detriment of the show or not. But but I was getting reports from the PC where they basically said, Sean essentially told coaches like, yo, so many of these girls have so much potential. So we need to really really, really hard on them and, and just see what happens because so many of them can become great. And he thinks that they're sitting on a gold mine of just athletic women who could become really good wrestlers. And so he's prioritizing them more <laughs> so than like good wrestlers that are, are men on the show. So, um. To, to, from what it, from what I'm seeing, it seems like that that's his focus more so than like you know like some of the work rate men's wrestlers on NXT. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, and they're gonna go on the main roster and sit in catering. hundred and forty three people watching. Hey, listen, nigga. I know, y'all, I know y'all. I know all y'all got thumbs, nigga. Like the video. 
If you don't like the video, Chris is gonna fall asleep. Like you know, we need we need to keep him alive. Chris, look at look at that face. You want to you want to keep that face awake. You know, you want to keep him around. His face all up in the camera too. Like you don't even get the end of the chin. Like yo, okay, quick super chat. Town Spurs again. Five dollars. Monty's right about Tony D'Angelo. Stereotypically, Italians will always get over on the main roster. See Enzo. Well, Enzo did get very over, man. He did. I met my first Italian today. What did you say, Manzi? Me? I met my first Italian today. What do you mean, my first Italian? Not my first Italian. I never met an Italian before. Never. Never. You don't got Italians in Texas? No. No, just a whole bunch of Mexicans. Nice. Shout out my Lord Kia. Nice. Nice, man. Nice. Shout out my Lord Kia. my unofficial viewer counter. Every time, bro. Catches me every time as well. She's crazy. Listen, Tony Tony D, good talent, bro. You want to hear what I love about Tony D? His gimmick is obviously like silly, but he just pops me because he's doing a Tony Soprano cosplay. And he's all in on it, bro. Like he's all in on it. But um, anyway, that wasn't breaking news, Hangman. Um, it, it's hilarious. It's like, bro, can you niggas, bro? We'll get into a dynamite. We need FTR back ASAP, bro. <laughs> like, no, we don't. Bro. Is, what, we I watched. Have, I watched Dynamite last night. I didn't feel like it was a lack of FTR. No, like there it was wasn't. Funny. I thought there was a lack of FTR. I actually thought that last night's Dynamite was the best one so far this year. Only EB would come out of like one of the best Dynamites I've ever done. I love FTR, bro. Fucking love FTR. Israel was right, bro. Like you just, you just ruined. Listen, y'all and y'all love FTR so much. Listen, later on this year, you can get your FTR and Elias versus Miz and. It's like two out of three falls, six man tag. It's cool. I don't know, man. I, I didn't come out of that angle last night with the gun club and the claim thinking that we need the FTR. I just thought we watched a community Dog. club, a community theater of the bloodline storyline. Yo, 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 real shit. How many of y'all niggas in here wanted Billy to face Austin next week after that? I did. I want. I wanted him to beat his son up. Exactly, bro. So why? I, I, keep... I, 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 wait, I, wait, 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 wait. So you wanted that match, but she's gonna oh my, oh my poor FTR. Please, I just come back. me, me, me saying that I miss FTR doesn't mean that what's happening. Whoa, well, nigga, you're so. I didn't say this. Missing FTR and saying something along the lines of "there's a noticeable," you know. It's not even noticeable that Punk is gone, really. All right, man. He's never coming back. That fucking bum. Well, I mean, they're still putting on great shows, so it's not like I'm not coming out of AEW shows, like shows even though FTR, you know, FTR, they like, got rid of the dead weight. Yeah, yeah. FTR. Yeah, I mean, MJF just carry comes to every show. Hey, he Billy Corgan are hiring. Billy Corgan is hiring. He's <laughs> I hope. I hope on FTR's day, first day of the Fed. Bully gun bullies Dax again. That'd be fucking amazing. Oh my god. No, Sean, you mean Sean? I mean Sean. I hope they're gonna find one of them niggas again. 
No, he means he means Brian James, Road Dog. <laughs> road Dog, Road Dog. That's who he means, bro. He don't mean Billy Gunn. He's just cool. That nigga Shawn Michaels. That nigga Shawn Michaels is so nasty. He said, "Oh damn, bro, I feel." Bad. And he went and said, "What a fucking pussy." Ah. Chris, could you imagine? Yo, Rob, you got a show. Yo, 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 Chris, could you imagine the revival's first loss back in WWE? They're walking back in the Rilla, and Road Dog's like, "You gonna cry?" <laughs> you don't got that theme song here, guys. Oh man, guys! I think yeah, so get that shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Brian James, yeah. Let me tell you, Road Dog. He would, he would get nasty if I came up to it. He would be saying, he would be planting some. Horrible things in Triple H's ear about those boys. Oh my god! No man, <laughs> that would, imagine uh, I can just I can just picture like uh, Road Dog just having a speaker in the back and just playing their theme, like their mm-hmm. AEW theme. Like, nope, nope, this is not gonna get you guys over here. <laughs> you give him a gimme. Um, oh my god! Okay, so like I said, Cody Rhodes he won the Rumble. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the fans seem to accept it and then some uh he's done his media rounds this week if anyone's seen them you know he's been on the bump <laughs> pop because <laughs> that's kind of like a running joke here um Rhea ripley she won from number one in the rumble she picked charlotte flair a lot of people were expecting her to yeah. pick bianca belair now the raw women's title at the mania match will be decided in an elimination chamber which has asuka mm-hmm. mickey mickey cross Liv Morgan, Raquel, and there's going to be a fight or four way to decide the other competitors. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Shout man, out to we're... Liv Morgan, who had an incredible fucking performance at the Women's Rumble. Word. So is that is that who you're trying to see win this elimination chamber? Is um, I mean, ideally, yes. Um, but it doesn't seem like realistically that, that that's what's going to happen. But she's going to have think, I think, I think, Lee, I think if it's not Asuka... Then it's got to be Liv. Liv has been so hot this year that, like, it would be the smart thing to do is, you know, put her in a big match. But it kind of seems like they're also building Asuka up. And you know how WWE will put someone on the back burner real quick. So it's it's kind of like... I'm very I'm very mm. curious what happens with Becky and Bailey at WrestleMania. Same. Same. I kind of don't understand why that feud is, like, really happening they but it kind of does give it. damage control a little bit more credibility mm, i think i think becky's being dragged down by personally like this this whole damage control uh bit of, bit of a, project bit of a... it's uh it's it's not working for me you know, bailey is the leader of a heel faction as much as i like bailey you know mm. and why not like keep trying to like really buy into this and like, the fact that she brought eo and dakota up with her which is obviously like a big part because they're both great but mm. yeah this damage control thing is just not but like, what did bianca really get from like that feud, nothing really. If anything, he kind of called her off a bit, and now Becky Lynch feels like she's just, you know, kind of, uh, you know, she, 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 she's in a star in a lukewarm program, you know. Yeah, and, and it's, uh, you know, it's, I, I, it's, listen, I, what I hope, I hope the steel cage match next week is really good, and mm-hmm. uh, I just, I just hope, I hope that coming out of Mania, that um, we we break up the group in a way that gets EO to a main event singles level. Because I, I think that her wrestling is starting to come back around right now. So um, I, I really would like to kind of get Yo Shirai going again. So. 
Yeah, man. They just they're just gonna put Seth Rollins in a cage in a cage on top, and they're gonna whoever wins gets them. <laughs> that, that's Manny's creative. Honestly, bro, put Manny on, like hire him, cause that's that's good. Like I feel. <laughs> He's remaking a role. That's how you get the feud to be hot, because yes, he is the prize. Yes. Ladies, I'm not it, saying it, men are the prize, but this one is. See, like, this, is, this is what happens Wait, after he has a match with uh, Logan Paul. Damage control is going to get him, just throw him in a cage. So he's already in his gear. And like, <laughs> whoever wins between them two gets him. Oh my God. That, that's Manny's creative, folks. You know, it's, if someone needs to book the WWE Women's Division, so. You know? Honestly, just freaking have Shawn Michaels do it because he's the only person that actually like that cares about cares about the women and actually proves yeah, that he cares it, about the women. Mm. Not, on a, not on some performative I, I, shit. I find it really fascinating that Shawn is in the PC, right? And he's like, yeah, they got you know Carmelo Hayes and this guy and that guy, but but so Ruka, bro, so 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 like the fact that Shawn is like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I think it's really interesting that like. What really fires him up is just the, the, the PC girls, like like they. You see, you see, stars <laughs> not workers, you know. He he sees he sees he sees Tiffany and Roxanne, and he has flashbacks. He has flashbacks of Mania Seventeen, you know. And he's there, bro. He's there. You can see. You can see the poster. He's there, bro. That shit, Monty. Yeah, man. Also, like the fact that Sean is going nuts with signing like the finest women of color you've ever seen in your life. Hey, man. He has a really good eye for talent. This, this Possibly man. the best eye. This man finds yeah, one eye. He, and and that one Michael. eye is effective. That man finds bad bitches. And, he, and he's like, I'm going to teach him how to wrestle, bro. Like, they're going to learn how to wrestle. <laughs> they're going to my gym. <laughs> I think the crazy thing is, like, how good. Because you know how some people are so good at their jobs. Like, they're bad at teaching other people. Yeah. Like, the fact, the yeah, fact that Sean was... The fact that Sean's like an all-time great and he's able to teach people how to be be good wrestlers is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty rare. Mike, it's a pretty rare Mike, thing. Yeah, great wrestlers are bad bookers. Michael Jordan is a horrible owner, and he's the greatest basketball player of all time. You know, so that's what yeah. makes me scared for LeBron, bro. Because <laughs> LeBron, he's like, when he won an NBA team, hey, man. No, he's gonna be really bad at it. He's gonna be really bad at it. <laughs> It's, uh, you never know. You, to be honest, when it comes to like coaching and stuff, you never know who's right. going to be like good or bad at it. Like you can't. I think it's like it's almost impossible to be like, oh, he was a great wrestler, so he was going to be a great coach. Because like some of the best coaches are kind of like, you know, like, Mid-card, Mid-card, like look at Regal, bro. Yeah, Regal was never like a main event or anything, but he's mm-hmm. literally like one of the most, um, yeah, like important in terms of this generation of wrestlers over the past few years, and he's always like mm-hmm. been applauded by people who have like been helped by him, and the list is endless, man. And you know, like I said, and like even with the women, since you're on the subject, you know, you got TJ. It's like he basically produces all like pretty much the good shit with the women. And it's like, you know, he had to retire before you know he could. Uh, let's be honest, he was kind of like a mid card, underappreciated workhorse kind of guy anyway you know um, yeah yeah again like another great coach producer sort of thing who was like just kind of like you know never really got to the main event level then as manny was saying like there's loads of great guys who were just kind of like 
There we go, Darren. Now we got a super chat that's cooking, Darren. Let's go. Five pounds from Darren Walker. Appreciate. Rhea needs to beat Charlotte at WrestleMania and deserves a long title reign. She is fantastic and the best female wrestler of the year in 2023. Uh, I think she could have a really good reign, man. Yeah, I think she's good. I think that she's finally regained her confidence as a performer after Charlotte shattered it to pieces a few years ago. Um, They had good chemistry last time they wrestled, so I'm sure this match will be really good, too. She has to win the match. And um, I hope hope she holds it until next year where Roxanne beats her. That's, that's my line. My thing is like, wouldn't it make sense logically that the person that's on a certain brand would want the title of the brand that they're on? Yeah. Like, I never understood how like with the Royal Rumble, you can just pick it based on who you want to wrestle. Shouldn't it be like, oh, I want this belt because I've been putting in the time on Raw and I want to be the Raw champion. But it's like, no, nah, I'm just going to go to SmackDown. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it would have made like talking to some people, it would have made more sense for like it to be on her to cho- choose the Raw title. Because she was supposed to, I think Bianca is supposed to give her that rematch that they never got because she scrambled her brain. But yeah. um, but when P when I like thought about it, it was like, nah, Charlotte beat her at WrestleMania three years ago. So naturally, you know, yeah, three it's years like a personal there. thing, I guess. At least they've explained it, but is yeah, it yeah. like a hundred percent like onto something? Because it's like obviously it would make sense. You would want to be Yeah. At the house that you're at, you'd want to be that champion, you know what I mean? So, well, to be fair to Rhea, you know, the women like there's more time for women to wrestle on SmackDown, I guess, if you want to go that route. And they're viewed, yeah. they have them more viewership too. So, yeah, Smack, SmackDown is uh also in dire need of another high level women's talent. So, um, yeah, frankly, <laughs> frankly, yeah. Rhea Ripley switching sides is we about to listen. We about to get we about to get the judgment day on the A show, nigga. Y'all know what time it is. Rhea Ripley's like a high school uh, recruit looking at where there's uh, where they're able to, there's an open roster spot and she sees SmackDown yeah. as the open roster yep. spot for her. Y'all not ready for Dom beating Gunther? I'm seeing a lot of the thinking here because it's like uh, the Judgment Day is going to follow her over to SmackDown and that's when mm-hmm. they're going to re- redeal with Rey Mysterio again where they're going to set up for Mania. <laughs> And also, I think that post mania, there's not going to be no bloodline, so that'll be the stable on the show. Um, and, and Imperium is probably moving over to Raw, where they're going to be in direct contact with Mr. Cody Rhodes uh, on route to SummerSlam. So I, I'm, I'm already starting to foresee some of those things. Uh, frankly, if Rhea didn't challenge Charlotte, and it wasn't going to be Oscar versus Charlotte, I don't know what match they were going to cook up that I would be interested in, because it was it was going to be either Charlotte versus Lacey, <clears throat> it was going to be Charlotte versus freaking Ronda. You know, I want like, you to be so fucking for real right now because the way you act like Liv Morgan is like not even a factor when she was literally she's literally the most over before Charlotte came back most over woman on the SmackDown roster. Like no, it you, make no sense. Cook. Whatever, bro. Let I'm not cook, say you listen, fucking hate women. Let her cook. No, no dick grinding shit. Bro. No dick grinding shit, bro. One night I was sitting down. And I started watching a bunch of old uh, Liv Morgan NXT matches. Oh you were not doing it. Yes, I did. I was. I was. Oh, God, I was. Yo, Chris, You're watching this, thing, yo, Chris, this, oh, thing, <laughs> this thing is funny, Chris. Oh, my yo. kids, I was. This thing is funny. <laughs> what were you doing watching Liv Morgan NXT matches? I was seeing if she was, if everybody was talking that shit, if she was a hooper like she was since the beginning, and she was. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she was. 
Yeah, version conditions. I think like when Liv was on NXT, it's kind of like around the same time that they had a lot of like the indie women coming up and like all the other like workhorse women coming up. So yeah. people never really paid attention to how good she was, but the real always knew. Um, mm. her versus. Her Pizza, versus I have Ember. evidence of this happening. <laughs> her versus Ember. Her versus it was like a bunch of she, she faced on that show, Shout bro. Her versus. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, bro. Telling you. Yeah, man. man. But women's uh, it looks like the women's division is going to get a little bit of a shake up, and it's desperately needed to be honest, because the SmackDown women's division, as we've said, fucking a million times on this channel, especially lately, that division is poop. Cool. Um, it is, it is okay, horrible. in other um womp, Res- womp. WrestleMania, uh, Royal Rumble fallout, uh, obviously the Bloodline, obviously the big angle in wrestling at the moment with Sami Zayn and the Bloodline and. Sami Zayn uh, making his choice at the Royal Rumble and, you know, he roaming with the chair and the bloodline kind of kicking the shit out of him. But obviously the day after Jay Uso, you know, we went on Instagram and he was like, I'm out. I'm done with he, this, you know? He, he said that? Well, he, he said I'm out? Yeah, he, uh, he, he put it on Instagram. Oh, shit. Then he uploaded a picture on his story of him and Roman and then he was like, run it back. <laughs> So it, looks, so it looks like obviously they're gonna do like, like we was talking about on Monday. Like they're gonna do the whole like, uh, well, what what side? Who's Jay gonna like? You know, who, who's Jay gonna side with? And Roman's gonna be gaslighting him and convincing him. And then in Montreal, if we do get as reported the Elimination Chamber main event um, with Roman Reigns defending his title against Sami Zayn, obviously the heat in the building for that in Sami's hometown is gonna be like insane. Then like. If Jay Uso like fuck Sammy in some way in that, then like the heat on him is gonna be like fucking molten lava, you know. <laughs> so uh, the elimination chamber card looks to be a, a far superior wrestling show than the Royal Rumble when you think about it, because you have the the men's chamber for the. It's US got the rumbles with the rumble. So every year I'll kind of look at it as like if you get a good match on the show, like okay, cool. But at the end of the day, it's about the rumble. The focus is the rumble. They're gonna right? take up at least a couple hours, so it's like mm. that show's kind of like. You know, it, it, it's the yeah. rumble, you know, it's the rumble. So, no, rumble, but like, bro. you look at this, the, the chamber, right? Mm-hmm. Oscar's probably just going to kill all the women in the women's chamber. The men's chamber looks to be a good action match. You have Seth and Gargano and guys like that and that. Montez Ford's going to be in the match. I don't, uh, that's a spoiler, but he, he's going to be in the I'll be match. right back. Um, and then you have Sammy versus Roman, which is going to be the most heated WWE match of the year, right? Um, I, I was told they're, they're looking, Monty, I don't know how you're going to feel about this. They're looking to do a Cody Rhodes, Edge, and Beth Phoenix versus Dominic Damien, uh, not the Dominic, <laughs> Dominic Finn Balor and, and, um, and, that's uh, some real great, that's some real great, six bro. person tag. And, uh, that's a good time. Nice. <laughs> you know? so that, that's what we're looking at uh, for the show. Um, they, they, they're still trying to, oh, Walter's going to have a singles title defense as well on the show. Um, I, I think it's with Ray. I'm not fully sure, but but he has a singles title match. Oh, right, right. Ray needs to clear, didn't she? You know, it's like obviously there was something wrong with him for the Rumble, and that's why we didn't see him. I was reported after, mm-hmm. so I guess that counts as fallout to the Rumble, so that fits in there. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it, what's going on with Ray? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, we're he's, all he's assuming it's a minor, you know? Yeah, we're all assuming it's kind of just like a minor as you get older kind of injury, you know? But mm-hmm. like, we don't know, you know. You know, we're, it, we're it's so, it sucks because he's, he's he's still so great, you know. But, yeah, he's, he's incredible, bro. It's right, you know. One but, is yeah, the point I'm making is um, this show from an in ring standpoint looks to be way better than the World Rumble show, you know. Yeah, man. Um, okay, 
This is a super chat from what we were talking about earlier, uh, about the Mania matches. Counterpoint, Asuka would have a good story with Charlotte as well, Revenge for 2018. Yeah, yeah, man. I agree. Uh, I agree. Charlotte, it's actually quite funny because like Charlotte actually works for you know both you know mm-hmm. Rhea mm-hmm. and Asuka. So uh, you know yeah. that's a. Uh, it's very rare that Charlotte actually has these things. If that makes sense, it's like because her her gimmick has kind of become so like shallow in recent years, where it's just like oh she's gonna win the title again, you know. Whereas like mm. when you think of Asuka and Rhea at the current moment, it's like. She actually does kind of have two stories where she could kind of work with them. So Charlotte wanted, and I don't have no sources. I just know Charlotte wanted Naomi, and it's a shame. Does anyone know? Like, hangy, you act like you know everything that's going on backstage. Explain. Where's Naomi? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, you do. <laughs> I, I know a little bit, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know enough to where I can just put my put my chest out and, and say it, but um. I I, I, I don't want to. Didn't 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 help. I'll say right now. So basically, uh, you know, pe- pe- people expect her to be back, you know, and they expect the deal to get done and for whatever reason. There's like quiet whispers within the company of people who don't want her back. And the weird thing about that, right, is nobody that I asked has a problem with Naomi, right? But I but but many people in the company have a problem with Sasha. And I get this weird feeling that Sasha's heat got transferred over to her for no fucking reason. Um, but but I, I, I don't what, have details on that. I think that's what the way to report was that now uh, Naomi has all of Sasha's heat too, and people don't that's want weird. her back. Well, it's we weird. we all know that. Um, people like. But to be fair, it's like uh, a lot the, of the, the way talent. That... A lot of the talent kind of when Sasha and Naomi walked out because it was during a show. A lot of the talent like really We're frowned upon that like really frowned upon it um a lot of them kind of have like this jealousy weird thing with sasha anyway they're not yes. sasha is such like a diva and an ego apparently mm. preface by saying that apparently but you know of course like you, you i can imagine that she can be quite divisive but um you know it's uh <laughs> it's, uh, it's naomi has endured so much like abuse whether it be outright or just microaggression Mm-hmm. So her walking out, like you can say maybe Sasha had influenced that, but at the same time, like it's also justified. Like she's I always just been like taking everything to the chin, just showing up to work, taking what's, what's handed to her and leaving. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah. Naomi has always deserved more too. Yeah. So like, yeah, I don't understand. You would think that, I, I mean, I don't know about management, whatever, but if you're saying that the talent and the girls having an mm-hmm. issue with it and that, then they obviously not paying attention. They obviously don't really give a fuck about each other. Like they say they do. Oh no no oh, no! Listen, these these locker rooms, Isra, are like really fake when 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 it comes to certain things. With Sasha, yeah, especially when it comes to when it when they get a chance to, you know, bootleg and be like, how can you walk out on the WWE on Monday Night Raw? And that was like a, that was like you know, a popular you know, opinion. You know what it really is? I, I think it's deep seated jealousy that they could never have the balls to do that. You, you, part you know what you know my theory is. So especially in the Vince era, the women's time was very limited. And so mm-hmm. for a lot of the women, I think there's this, there's this feeling of like, I got no fucking time. Sasha gets to do this and this on the show and she wants mm-hmm. to act all, you know, complaining uppity. I don't even get to be on the fucking show and she gets to be yeah. this and that. And I, I think there's a jealousy about her pay, her travel situation, the, the private jet and the private bus. And and, and, and so, yeah. There's, there's I, feel like they should, I feel like instead of being like 
hating on her for that. They should look up to her for that. And they should try to also follow suit and be like, you know what? Hey, yes. she's right. I deserve more too. Instead of being jealous and hating on her. Cause like, what is that going to accomplish? Like if, if, if say Sasha does get exactly what she wants, you're going to end up with nothing. Why don't you demand the same shit? Stop being a bitch. Anyway. Yo, that's I, what I, I'm no, saying, no, bro. That's facts. The, All the niggas backstage, bro, they pussy. Say so nigga. Isra, do you remember our conversation with Melina? And we concluded that like a lot of these ladies were, they were directing their anger at the wrong person. Remember? Yeah. Yes. Interview with yeah. Melina. If y'all have not watched it, watched it because a lot of the things that she was talking about, we, we, we were talking about it as if these things happened like a million years ago and that they're not issues anymore. But then you hear her explaining things and it's like, no, a lot of these things are still issues, even if they're minor, still to this day with the women in the mm -hmm. culture, women's mm -hmm. wrestling. So, like, yeah, like, what you, you know, people act like, you know, things are so much more different backstage. And like, although I'm not there to fucking see everything that's going on backstage, it kind of. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You're just getting weird vibes from it. I think to some, I think to summarize, it's one yeah. of those things where Naomi WWE do feel like she's coming back in, uh, mm -hmm. but because it seems like some of the heat from the Sasha stuff and her walking out with Sasha was kind of all transferred solely onto Naomi. If she's coming back, it probably makes things a little bit awkward in actually like making it happen. Um, Especially if Naomi feels that, obviously, like I said, we've got, I've got no sources on this, so I don't know what's going through her head on this. Um, but you know, yeah, apparently WWE feel like she's coming back in, but also apparently there's a, uh, you know, some of the talent have been a lot of the talent feel felt a kind of way about the way they walked out. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, and obviously I, I can't, I can't the talent feel a way. You can only imagine what the office and those sort and the old heads think about it. So yeah. I, I can tell you the, the, the two things that I know 100% for sure. One, Charlotte loves Naomi. Um, and when it comes mm -hmm. to all that type of stuff, like her, Charlotte's stance on politics is like, if it has nothing to do with me, it has, it's not my business. <laughs> it has, it's not my business. And, and I'm, I'm sure they had a good reason to do what they did. And the mm -hmm. second thing is uh, she straight up told Hunter, I want to put Rhea Ripley over at WrestleMania. So I knew it. Spoiler alert. Me, me and Joe. Me and me and uh Joe. Me me and Joe were talking earlier in the week and it was kind of like um Rhea's like, yeah, Rhea's obviously gonna pick Bianca and I was and I kind of said, unless Charlotte's demanded the Rhea Ripley match because we all know that she loves wrestling her. And like Rhea yeah. Ripley came out on Monday and was like, I'll choose you, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> it was just <laughs> like then you then you come on this podcast and drop that, it's like, yeah. Adds up. Like, um, up, man. She does what she wants, bro. I'm going to use this bro, platform the, the, for up, my man? own benefit right now. What's if up, anybody's man? on the Jericho cruise and you have footage of Hager versus Eddie Kingston, send it my way. Facts. I, I'm really disappointed that they're not doing a dynamite <laughs> from the Jericho cruise this year. I, I love the Jericho cruise dynamite. Yo, oh, man. Oh, man. Wait, they had so, a Jericho cruise dynamite? Yo, yeah. yo, since we're on here, since we're on here. We need to have a Russell Pierce family trip to the Jericho Cruise. I say we do that next year. Mm. <laughs> I thought he was going to Philly. <laughs> oh, no, you, got no, you even got the funds to do as many trips as you yeah, want? I'm going to Philly. I'm going to Philly. <laughs> Monty, could you imagine you, Monty, in the crowd, right? Fake bumping your head no. to Judas as Jericho's performing. <laughs> I can't imagine myself in the crowd at the Jericho I'm not Cruise. Like, no. Those are fun as hell. I wouldn't even like mind going. You fuck with cruises. I don't like cruises, man. I've been on, I've been on one, and uh, it started. I think it, I think we started in like Florida. 
spent, he spent like a day in Mexico and it was just kind of around them, that, that part of the world, you know. Uh, but I don't know, man. It's just like, it's just a bit cruise, bro. You know <laughs> no, I, mean? I think, bro, bro, I think it, it's it because so I'm cool, just like, bro. never mind. I'm, I'm not going to make myself sound like a psychopath on, on here. Listen, Jer- Jer- Jericho's in his 50s and he mm-hmm. loves to drink. You know, so him liking cruises mad expensive on cruises. Like you would think, comes with like the package, but no, you gotta pay for that shit extra. Yo, J.K. versus Eddie Kingston. Sounds like some real business. You know, bro. I bro. I I looked up because I was desperate for for a video, right? I looked up Jericho Cruz on Twitter. The only video I got is a shirtless Jericho with like gloves and like and like a bandana around his neck. Is it pre, is it uh or is it is it pre pandemic as well when he lost all the weight because like Jericho's physique <laughs> right, bro. It, it got kind of messy. <laughs> I saw I saw I've seen footage of Jericho on the on his boat and I'm just like bro how are you wearing leather at sea bro isn't it hot out there and he's on <laughs> he's actually it gets, it gets pretty cold it gets pretty cold <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends where you are uh, a couple super chats because. Whoa, this one's quite old. Uh, will Ibushi actually fight Pacquiao? Um, I think that thing. I quote, I quote tweeted that um, that article you know, was was said that like, he's apparent, but apparently it was dark uh, explosion. It was just a funny thing that the guy that books uh, Ryzen thought it would be a funny idea. Uh, apparently there was a you know there was a mis- mistranslations and all that kind of thing. So I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know if he's actually going to happen, but. Yeah. I saw people when you're saying that Ibushi would have a, a good shot against uh, Pacquiao. No, he wouldn't. He, even though Pacquiao's washed, he would have fucking pieced up Cotto. He's not even. Is he even washed? Like he's just he's just old. Like okay, like Pacquiao. Pacquiao's washed, bro. What are you talking about? I feel like is he washed? Like washed is like, bro. I bet Pacquiao could still smoke a lot of good people who are around right now. Like. Hundred percent. Um, wait. Someone, wait. Someone in the comments said NBA Twitter cooking Jericho was the greatest week. That tweet that, that said Jericho is built like a baby mama Yo. just lives in my head. <laughs> that like was brutal. that's some good shit. Good Twitter memories. Um, Coda, yeah, Coda uh, thinks he, Coda thinks he has CT until he gets in there with Pacquiao, and Pacquiao will really give it to him. <laughs> oh, rising as I think. It, I think it was meant to be like rising as well, but apparently, yeah, yeah, it's rising. Yeah. And that's just all. Listen. It, if you've never watched a Rising event and you're a wrestling fan, <laughs> you're, if you're a wrestling fan and you want to watch, you want to watch some MMA that is like in the middle, you know, you need to get that Rising on, bro. No, Rising but, uh, beast, bro. No, 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 no. Did you see? Did you see? So the guy that runs the Rising, he says they can sign Kota Ibushi. They they will think about starting a wrestling company around Kota Ibushi. <laughs> yo, yo, Monty, freaking. Mid two thousands, uh, Pride and Rising are just the most unserious fights. Yeah, just Pride. It's Pride. It's all Pride. Rising came along after. It's kind of like yeah, yeah. we're gonna reignite the honor of Pride. You know, like, <laughs> that's what Rising is. It's like a love letter to Pride. And, and it's funny because they have so many like just black fighters who are just fucking unserious <laughs> ass niggas. Yeah, like, like the one Chris shared the earlier yeah. Kevin Randall. I love. I love. <laughs> I love Bob Sapp, bro. Shout, uh, Bob Sapp, bro. Shout, out, uh, 
Shout out Fedor. His retirement match is on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, Manny, oh, that, sure. Manny yeah, the clip you retweeted yesterday, bro, like Fajita versus Fedor. And Fajita, <laughs> Fajita catches Fedor, bro. Like, it's a crazy show. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Did you all see the German suplex on Fedor? <laughs> yeah, nigga Kevin Randall cooked him. And that nigga got up and said, no, 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 no. Not Alright, so are yeah. we did we start talking about dynamite yet or no? No, no we yeah, we're getting there. Uh, you know, we talk yeah, we're talking about Fado, you know. <laughs> the last know. emperor. I don't know none of these people. I'm <laughs> yo, yo, bring... checking out. I'm kind of, I'm about to be like Chris. Bring back Moro Ronaldo, bro. We need fight we need Fido in AEW. That's what we need. Yo, my, like, bro. My, 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 bro, some people would pop. Uh, uh, yeah, I bro, bro, who's the, who's the fighter um with uh with American Top Team in that tag match? What was his name again? Oh shit! Oh, the guy who whoa. went crazy, Junior. Uh, yeah, Junior Dos Santos. Yeah, yeah Junior Dos Santos. Yeah, he was bro. going in. He was going in, bro. bro Junior Santos. Junior. Junior put up fifty and said, "Bro, this is it. I'm done, man. I can't do and it." Then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, anyway, secret me even before we lose uh. Before we leave Chris and Isra, you know, we can't we can't be doing that, you know. Uh okay, Chris super chats. Ma- Mavs fan 499, appreciate yeah. Samoa Joe, best Samoa in wrestling. Joe, Necro, Butcher, anything Roma ever did. Uh yeah, but he's great. He is, you know. Yeah, I I, I, I just found out today that uh <clears throat> Renee got in trouble for even saying to go watch Joe versus Necro Butcher when she was in the WWE. Oh fair. <laughs> Oh, when, yeah. where, where did she say that on? Was it on like a? That's like the last match that WWE want promoted. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I don't know. <clears throat> I think it was. I think Joe told me that. Like she said it in one of her. Po- I think it was during her Joe podcast that she, that she did it with him, where he said. Uh, I think she said that that she mentioned it or whatever, and she got in trouble for it. My question is, where did she mention it on? Was it on a SmackDown? Was it on? It was on Twitter. Or- I think it was on. No, it was on Twitter. I think. If, if she if she just tweeted it, that shouldn't have been a punishment. Like they shouldn't have gotten listen, that. Listen, bro. They were onto they were onto same point for tweeting shit, you know. So <laughs> the police that shit, bro. Um. Yeah. Okay. Mass fan eighty four again. Appreciate it. Use these WrestlePure's funds to do a Wrestle Kingdom trip. This on it's on the bucket list, bro. Going to the y'all, y'all, y'all niggas got Wrestle <clears throat> Wrestle Kingdom money. <laughs> yes. Need that Wrestle okay. Kingdom. I'm not. I'm not gonna go to Wrestle Kingdom with saying those nosebleeds. I'm. I need to sit, you know, right in the middle. <laughs> no, I, need to be, I need to be in the action, bro. You Yo, guys, the chat is going full Chris watch, bro. Niggas are like Chris, wake up. <laughs> I, I, I saw. I saw some of those people singing the Alamo Dome. Like, bro, you can't even see the ring. I would have just. I would have just watched it from home. Yeah, the, that's that's always been more thing, man. It's like. I guess the atmosphere does count for a lot of the experience, but at the end of the day, bro, I don't want to be like looking at the screen more than I'm actually looking at the actual thing, you know. I, I saw uh, I saw some people that couldn't even see the screen that well, so they had to watch it on their phones. And I said, bro. That's brutal. Bro, like back in the day people used to have binoculars. But like that I'm talking like in the eighties and shit, you know. Yeah. This is like, we're in 2023 now. That is a great idea. She said Russell Pierce, Philly Mania, meet and greet when girl. During WrestleMania, well, not during WrestleMania, but you know what I mean, like. Maji, could you imagine us having a panel? <laughs> oh, we should so imagine. set that up. Oh, it's a lot of narcissists in this community that have done such a thing. I don't see why we shouldn't. 
I feel I like my, my, I feel my, like my, some of the ball. A lot of bum ass. A lot of bum ass podcasts have had panels, bro. <laughs> like at these. Yeah. Was, but I was about to say, I feel like the bald niggas from uh, Dayton, Ohio, last night gonna come and ask Israel weird, weird questions. No. Yo, weird. you know I've I've had like guys like at wrestling shows, not like at the wrestling show, but like outside, cause like. I don't do this no more, but like I used to take like have a whole photo shoot like in front of the the arena or whatever. I had like dudes come up to me and like ask if they could take a picture of me like several times, and I was like, no, like no. I'm not taking. A- I should have been Risking like charging scary, them. I should. You need those eight boy tens, is <laughs> yo Monty. Yo, no, yo, can you imagine? It should taking the Sasha pictures where like they're like three seven feet away from her in the same frame. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 do it. Philly mania. Oh, those Sasha pictures are crazy. All iconic, bro. You can't all even iconic. breathe near. <laughs> no, it's it's so funny. It was um SummerSlam 2018, I think. Um me and my brother were walking to the subway and like on the way to the subway. This was completely coincidental. I would never like stalk the wrestlers. But like on the way to the subway we passed by the bus where like a lot of the, the wrestlers were going in and it was just the mm-hmm. women wrestlers going in. So we had the riot squad with Sarah Liv and, and uh, Ruby, uh, Sasha, Naomi, like a bunch of people were going in. And like Liv was like being real cute. And this was before her and I knew each other, right? Like, like got acquainted. She was like being real friendly and like, hey guys. Um, Sasha like walked through and there was people like shouting her out and asking for pictures and stuff. And she just turned around like, <laughs> And put her bags where you put the bags in, on, on the bus and then just walked up. She was like, could not be bothered. She was pissed at people <laughs> for asking for a picture. Like, I got to go through my camera roll and like find the pictures because you could, I want to post it so y'all could see. She like, you could see in her face that she did not want to be bothered that night. It was I, so I, funny. I don't, I don't blame her, man. She's she a real diesel, man. You know? Could you imagine running up to Monty like, ah, it's Monty. Niggas would definitely do that with AO. Like, oh, oh my god, it's <laughs> 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 to him like fuck hangman. He said fifty dollars for a Monty eight by ten. Yo, yo, can you met Ayo doing cameras for niggas? And Ayo was like, hey, this, hey, this is for 4524. You're not a hooper, little bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. $15 for a pick with Monty hat on. $25 for a pick with Monty hat on. <laughs> Listen, it'd be, more, it'd be more expensive than that with how long it is at the moment, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm tucking it in at the moment, bro. Hair's super long. I'm looking at Chris. You had to prove to us that you're not balding, yo, bro. Yo, no, yo, 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 I've done it, Israel. No, you've, you've, never, it? you've, you've never taken it off on a pod. You've oh, no, no, not on a pod, not on a podcast, bro. Because it, my hair, I'm looking booming, bro. I'm looking booming, bro. I'll get a fresh trim. It's been a minute. Someone... Y'all gotta donate so a huge amount so much you can do it. All right, listen. Before we lose Christopher for good, let's. I think we should segue into AEW. No. Um, you let's try like firing. We were talking about Kota Ibushi and he didn't move, bro. That was a super chat question, y'all. You know, trying to, trying to, no, Chris, Kota Ibushi, you want him in AEW? <laughs> <Look at this. laughs> yo, he... <laughs> bro, he is so exuded, 
You don't know where he's at, bro. Chris, I love you, my brother. Why are you here? Like, you, <laughs> Yo, you, you good, bro? I'm confused, bro. Like, no, I, I do want to call that an AEW. It's <laughs> fucking him up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yo, that was as much as he could intellectually muster at the moment. Like, <laughs> he's here, bro. You know, he's here in spirit, bro. You know, masked up. So he's here, bro. We got him. You know. Um. Okay, a couple of super chats real quick. Uh, so car cam two dollars appreciate hundred dollars for an eight or ten of that Apollo photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> bisexual <laughs> Wait, oh, should I do wow isn't it put the shit back on the screen that's crazy it's been a minute bro it that's nasty. the guy on the left looks a lot better than the guy on the right that's all i know mm, does it anyway that's the same guy what you're talking about okay no okay uh, Alfred Kunawa, 499, as 51% owner of Reza I would like to live meet and greet with our Reza crew. All proceeds will go to help fund Trump's 2024 oh. election and make America oh, great again. <laughs> Look at this defamation right here, bro. That's crazy. You know, we're going to have to open a suit on this nigga, bro. You know. Um, That's crazy. But yeah, man, Koto Ibushi is officially a free agent right now. Um, apparently, he wants to stay as a free agent and wrestle for like multiple companies and stuff. Um, he did mention something about AEW to uh, Dark Pure Flojo. Um He said, uh, what was it? He said he wants to, if anything, he wants to start a school first before talking to AEW. So he's got a lot of things he wants to do. Um, he's been announced for GCW events for Mania Week, uh, Bloodsport versus Speedball Mike Bailey, and he's also going to be on the Joey Janela Spring Break show. Um, there was that. There was, yeah. He's wrestling Janela. I think so. I thought that's what I saw. Oh. No, I, say, I don't. I don't think it's no, been announced. I don't think it's been announced. Um, God, that, that, that's that's, <clears throat> that's maybe mixing up shit he's seen on the Chris's face. <laughs> he's froze like that as well. Uh, but yeah, apparently he's got interest from everywhere though, which obviously makes sense because he's one of the. Uh... <laughs> oh. There you go. Five four reported that Janela thing. Anyway. Uh, but wait, wait, Fightful reported that Janela's the match for the spring break. Yeah. When? Read it, man. I need to hear the words, bro. I need to see the I need to hear what? Uh, I need to hear the, the quote. You're, you're the one subscribed to it. And so you're bro, not. I don't. So I don't how are you telling me then? Because <laughs> I see, you see pictures of it on the timeline. Fightful select details on Royal Rumble, Maria May interview. Stars in the Royal Rumble. Uh, many, hear, many, many hearing voices in his head. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I'm hearing the NBA game right now. <laughs> yeah, I can't find. Koto, here we go. Koto uh Ibi, Phil Dede. Okay. Um, listen, if it is Joey Janela, that's like hilarious. That's oh really my God. Uh, Pylons is saying we're told the plan is for him to work a big main event at Spring Break with Joey Janela. There's nothing big about that. Yeah, that's, that's what it says. So when Co- so how are y'all gonna feel when Kota Abushi goes to the WWE? Uh, I'm just gonna, gonna say his good. career. Would you- <laughs> that's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, I love WWE, WWE Gareth one ninety nine. Appreciate yeah. yeah. Weirdly. No, we don't. Uh, yeah, we don't. Weirdly. We um, don't. 
Ibushi coming home to yeah, Kota Ibushi coming home to Papa H, happy face. Well, you know, Isra's <laughs> calling it from now, bro. Would, would you guys rather you. see? This a Rollins report right here. Fuck a hanger exclusive, hanger selective, whatever the fuck you be calling that shit. Kota's going to WWE. I said it. Monty, would you rather watch Kota take uh, GCW dates or, or go go to World Wrestling Entertainment? Bro. Obviously, Yo, no WWE. Like, bro, when the other options GCW, like, it's a trick question. <laughs> and I'm not even, I'm not even as low on GCW as some of the other people on this platform, bro. You, you know why? Like, you, you know why, man? Because you're not watching them. If you, if you actually sat through some of these GCW, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather Kota Ibushi be wrestling Madcap. They always, they always book a lucha match that seems good. Yeah. Yeah. In theory. I've I've then, never yeah. seen any I've never seen anybody be so disappointed in a lucha match and I saw uh PN when he saw the Vikingo and uh Bro that gringo loco match. I won't, I won't talk about it, bro. I won't talk about it. I said it, was, it wasn't good. <laughs> it was was Vikingo was bumping up, bro. You know? <laughs> no, bro. I, somebody needs to put Vikingo to the side and say, bro, you don't need to be taking these bumps on your knees on yeah, the basketball court. Bro, I'm like, there's like 40 people here, bro. Come on. You don't the need to do that. Nigga did a on Hilo and, and you said, I want to hit the floor. I don't want to hit the chairs. I was like, what, nigga? What are you doing, bro? This is where Bush is going to be at. He's going to be on these GCW Mania Week shows. Um, apparently, t- Tony Khan said that they've tried working with him in the past, so it's certainly something they'd consider. Um, but yeah, man, there's been multiple interests from everywhere, apparently. So, hey man, I'd rather I'd rather Bushi be wrestling like Madcap Moss than be fucking than go to the showers at GCW and walk hold, out with a needle in his eye. Rob, hold on, yo, um, uh, Chris, are you there? Yeah, yeah. bro, it, it, it's it's a Bushi versus Janela, bro. Oh my fucking brother, bro! What the fuck, bro? Why would Janela fucking sucks, bro? I'm not gonna say he stinks, nigga. I, I, don't, I don't think Janelle is. He stinks. I, I, like, <laughs> first off, he, he he stinks. He's bad at wrestling. Thank mm. you. Um, he's a cokehead. Uh, <laughs> Abushi uh, is gonna have to hard carry. If Abushi doesn't oh, hard God. carry, then Abushi would be injured by this fucking clumsy white trash uh, trailer park nigga. This is you gonna redestroy his shoulder trying to carry. I think him. I think that I think that Janela fits the GCW setting, and they see him as a star. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just I just think that this this matchup is hilarious. You know, I mean, like, I fuck with Joey Janela. To be fair, Koto has done a lot of those like <laughs> wild. If Chris is calling you a cokehead, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Because <laughs> yeah, he literally. He literally was staring at like, in, 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 Not in. with us this whole time. We've been on, like, on air for an hour 30, 23 seconds. Yeah. Chris has just like, joined us now. He's like been perplexed <laughs> all the time. Like, he woke like, him up, bro. He was enraged, bro. Did you say Chris? Um, the Ibushi GCW News woke up Chris out of his... Uh, Rest of yeah. for a bit to Romano. $2. Appreciate you as always. Ibushi to Choco Pro. Here we go. Yeah, he, he wants to go everywhere, man. Yeah. He wants to go everywhere. Has anyone said this yet? <laughs> hey guys, mm-hmm. hey guys, the Mushi, the Chaco Pro. <laughs> I've never heard of Chaco Pro before. Is that like a real thing, or is that like an amusement park? That, that's the, that's the joke, you know. Oh, it's a re- it's it's like not a real thing. It is real. Oh, it does sound real, you know. 
Anyway, Fabrizio Romano wait, wait again. WrestlePure is Fabrizio Romano, $5. Rumors that Triple H wants Ibushi to replace Kushida in jacket time. Talks have started. Oh that is crazy. That is crazy. Bro, you know what find if you're a male Japanese wrestler, don't go to WWE, bro. The ceiling, your ceiling is what Shinsuke Nakamura is right now. He won the Rumble, bro. No, no, I, I, I think, I think he, he, Monty, he lost in the worst one of the worst WrestleMania matches. No, no, you, no, 100%. 100%. He was 100%. in a fucking five month long feud about kicking each other in the dick. And after that, yeah, yeah, he's garbage, bro. In terms of accolades, in terms of just accolades, just like they did, the whole picture of Look, how, what your legacy as a wrestler. The Miz is a two-time Grand Slam champion. Are, bro, are we? You know, all time is Nakamura on the level of the Miz. <laughs> Obviously not. Well, both of the niggas suck. If we're gonna be honest, uh, both of the niggas. Wow. Hold on. Yo, yo. The difference between the who is the most most Japanese male? What? The difference with Abushi Nakamura is that Abushi is still actively really good, and Nakamura is kind of bad. Um, so Abushi uh, plays Nakamura all time. The most successful Japanese wrestler to ever step foot in WWE is Asuka. I think I said like, male, quite, like quite comfortably. Um, yeah, well, well, Shinsuke was good in that Muda match, and it just Muda could just couldn't hang with them. No, no, he was. I love the Muda match. I, I love it too. I love it too. But I thought the finish was like fucking. Great, like you know, I like that match too. It was vibes, I, bro. Really good vibes. I can, like, if that makes any sense, you know, like that was a good match, but that doesn't mean that Shinsuke Nakamura in 2023 is a good wrestler. He's he, he's like kind of actively bad, but but he has he has swag and he has the presentation. What's up? Brainwashed, got your brainwashed. That knock is bad. I think I no. thought knock was bad when he was in Japan. Bro, bro yeah, Chris, 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 Chris has always been anti-Shinsuke. Is someone, is, someone that, is someone saying that in the chat that that, that it's the WWE making us think that? No, this is uh, not true, bro. I know what I'm looking at. Said that. Yeah, this is not true, bro. Chad Gable doesn't win a single match, but he's, he's tremendous. I don't think Nakamura is bad. I think. He, he's kind he's of... A he's, he's, he's straight up. He's straight up kind of... No, 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 no. In, his prime, in his prime, he was, a, he was a good wrestler. Yeah, oh, I, I, don't, I just don't agree, you know? Yeah, I don't agree he was a good wrestler in his prime either, Monty. No, yeah, that, that's crazy. <laughs> Chris is Chris well, is too well, quality, just, you know. Like, Chris well, is like he's never he, good. If you're he's just a Japanese step, wrestler, you know he's better than he is better than Masawa. I will say that. Anyway, I'm not I'm not saying um I'm not saying that uh Shinsuke hasn't lost lost a bit, quite a bit, you know. But I won't say he's actively bad. That's why I'll re- I'll reserve that, you know. <laughs> I'll reserve yeah. that shit. He's in he's in the bottom fifteen workers and male workers in the main roster, male roster, main roster right now. No, he's not. I, I think so. I think so. Bottom fifteen. Whatever, bro. No, I don't. I think I think if you push Shinsuke back in, if you push Shinsuke in AEW, yeah, you put him in New Japan. In. I don't know. I'll tell you exactly what it would be if if Shinsuke was in AEW right now, right? He would have the like shut the the um elbow battle type matches that would get by on like vibes and crowd and like you know they'd be fine but like it's like, very clear you know it's very clear that he would be good outside of the wwe when that nigga got to the wwe he started he, surfing he, he, and lost his passion listen that's what do you what, better, listen, what do you that's better what he, he was feeding himself in that mutant match bro 
He was for you, bro. Riveting. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Look, he's going to – Kota is going to come in. Shinsuke is going to pull him to the side and say, hey, man, you want an extra board? And then he says <laughs> – and, and then he says – Hey, bro! I know a good, I know, I know a good jujitsu school around the corner we can go to, <laughs> and then that's what they're gonna do: surfing jujitsu. All right, what we got? Next, yeah, Mario Scroll was doing jujitsu with Mario Scroll. I mean, Mario Scroll and Nakamura were doing jujitsu together. That fucking freak. Wasn't like several AEWs in the a wrestlers in the same building. Oh yeah. Anyway, throwing them on. <laughs> AEW Dynamite last night, everyone was loving it. There was loads of good matches. I think pretty much every match on the show was good. Um, We've two genuine match of the year contenders, which one of them opened the show. John Moxley versus Hangman Adam Page. Moxley made his entrance with his dad, which popped me. I think it popped everyone. Um, It was one of the great TV matches. Literally, genuinely, one of the very great TV matches. Um, You know, Moxley got the win just about with the skin of his teeth. It seems like the feud's going to carry on because it doesn't seem like the beef has been settled. Um, But yeah, like I said, one of the great TV matches. What did you guys think of it? I want to start with this one. Issa, what did you make of this, John Moxley? I don't usually do star ratings, but this Mm. match (laughs) gets a five star from Rollins because it was just perfect. You know, they had the the little foreplay, you know, but right before the match, there was... Mm -hmm. They made sure to get that shit wet first before they before they really started <laughs> going at it. Um, I had thought that they were like I was so confused. I'm like, is it about to be a match? Like, are they just fighting just to fight? Like, you know, I was over here like shaking and sweating. I'm like, oh my god, like what's gonna happen? Like, you know what I mean? And then when the bell rang, just from beginning to end, match was perfect. Like they had like the pace was good, like the everything, right? I'm not gonna sit here and break down moves because I don't even know no wrestling moves to be honest. But mm. it was amazing. Like, and my thing is afterwards, they also had like um who is it, BB BCC, whatever you want to call them. Oh my they God. came out mm. and minus Wheeler Yuta, right? That whole like them getting in each other's face at the end was so tough. <laughs> like you could tell that it was still heat. And that they still hate each other's guts and everything, and that Hangman was not satisfied with how it finished. Mm-hmm. Not my light coming out. This is what happens. Anyways, um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, it was just like it was just real tough at the end. I feel like had Wheeler Yuta not been there, it would have been so much harder. Oh my God, um, but you know, take what you can get. It was it was really good. I actually think that's like one of my since being a W fan, that's like my favorite TV match I think so far. Yeah. It was- my- Monkey, did you see uh did you see Claudio's fit, bro? Like I don't know what it was that popped me. He looked so European, bro. My man came in with the baldy wearing a soccer jersey and, and the Yeah, the yeah, <laughs> the combat club soccer jersey. The fuck with it, bro. He, he, he was wearing he's wearing like these like two thousand nine jeans, like it was, it was Yeah, bro, he's out here, bro. Manny, yeah, I know I know you was feeling this one. Bro, man, I gave this fucking five star, bro. I, me and Hangman on the same wavelength, man. We watched the Tyler Black tapes, you know, that's what we did. We he he brought out he brought, I asked Hangman the other day, does Seth still do the small package driver? Fuck not. Uh my boy Hangman brought it back. He brought yeah. that shit back. Tyler doesn't yeah. want to do it no more. And this match was just fucking phenomenal. I I the only thing that confused me was I don't know what Hangman was gonna do with that curb stomp, because you saw how he did it, like <laughs> he just threw his leg out. It was like the ugliest curve song. Yeah. Besides that, this match was perfect. Um, 
I thought it was going to go to a draw. For some reason, then I forgot the first five minutes didn't count. Uh, and then mm-hmm. um, after the match, I just I I'm so pumped. I I, I thought Tony was going to announce a Hangman Page versus Claudio Castagnoli for next week, and then uh, well, I realized sick. it's not going to happen because Claudio's your always champion, and my boy Claudio can't lose right now. His honor is real. The real. You know what? I, I think, mm, never mind. I'm gonna save it. Also, AEW has to fix their camera crew, bro. How do you how do you almost catch Mugs Blade twice and zoom in <laughs> yeah. on it? Yeah, well, let's be honest, bro. Mox ain't fucking doing the greatest job of holding it, you know. He he, he don't give a shit, bro. Like, he, just, he just sits in the corner and just like he's crazy, bro. So the first time he does it is uh, when Mark, when Hangman gets him and throws him against the post, he flips and then he he pulls out the blade. You see it. And the camera zooms in on him, and th- he decides not to blade in there until Hangman throws him into the ring again, and then he rolls to the corner, and the camera zooms oh, in on him for a second time. Yeah, I love Mox, man, and the fact that he, you know, he loves to get a bit of color, you know, it gets him going in there. Well, that pops me as well, <laughs> even though some people say that he does it too much. But bro, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen that man. Yo, one of my favorite. Than, like, anyone ever. Like, <laughs> One of the best parts of the match, if y'all want, you should rewatch the match. Cause when uh, Mox started bleeding, Hangman like had like his blood in his hand. He just wiped it on his own chest. That might have been the highlight of the match for me personally. Look at the look at Arroyo's when she says he's swinging. Bro. <laughs> I also don't know how Hangman does it, bro. How does he have like you can argue like the top four or five matches in this company for for just a for Dynamite alone? He has the two Dynasty matches. This Moxley match, where I think is like. He has the tag match with Kenny against the Lucha Bros in Atlanta. But this guy is just match. a monster, huh? He has a Lance Archer uh, Texas Death match. Oh, I don't know if I consider that match one of the greatest Dynamite matches oh. ever, but yeah, he has that match too. Um, I mean, man, bro, this hey man, just a fucking Hooper. Yeah, I, I I remember there was a time where two people who are on this panel right now uh, told me. That Hangman should not have been the top guy in AEW. And will those two men please reveal themselves? Oh, well, I'll, I'll still stand on that for now. Because you're a bum, uh, Monty. You're a British. Oh, bum. Top, listen, ooh, top ooh, guy. Ooh. Top guy. It's a special thing, you know? Mm. Could Samoa Joe right now be the top guy in AEW? Yes. Oh, I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going bi- to biasly say yes, but like, I'll open no, no. it. Because 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 I love him, and it like, that's like not said, bro. Fair, bro, I just said biasly, yeah. But like, if I'm being right, objective, if I'm biased. being objective, then no, obviously, like, obviously not. So, fuck you, Monty. You're not wrong. you he deserved to be a top guy. He was organically built in to be the top guy. No, he can be a uh, top guy, told. not the top guy. I just don't see the that. Best so. AEW story I think he could be the top guy. What's wrong with that? It, the best AEW story candidate. time revolved around Heyman Page rise to the top to be the top guy. The best. That y'all is, can that say is true. That was good. The bad thing about Heyman, though, he's a family merchant. 
Bro, every everything that Chris says about like Hangman, like I pretty much agree with. Like the, the feud for his rise to the top was great. His matches, <laughs> like Manny was saying, he's like literally one of the best like uh, workers in the company. And in a company like AEW, that's fucking like incredible. Um, he's an incredible in-ring guy. He's an incredible talent. He's great at promos and stuff like that. But like I said, as a very tippy top guy, the guy, I just you know, like I said, uh, he's still. You know, we can, I'm still willing to be uh, one over, but my, my list of true top guys is very oh. short, Chris. Like very, very short. There's like six people on it in the whole of the business. You know, like who, so. Who in European AEW? Um, only people who should be top guys right now, as, as it currently stands. Who are the only people you think should be top? Guys? You want if I was the booker, if I was the booker, if I was the booker, I would. In 2023, I think I've got many reasons for thinking why I don't think it's MJF fingers. I think he can grow into the champion, but I just think right now, no. Um, I don't know. Omega? Probably. That's the only person you think? I agree. I think Omega's the best wrestler of all time. But why do you think it's only Kenny in AEW? Because Mark, I think Moxley as well, but because of what he done in 2022, he literally had the belt like two or three times. You know, it's like it's not time for him to have the belt. But he would be the other person who I see as like a real, like genuine, like bona fide top top guy. You know, um, Kenny and Moxley. Then obviously, like I said, Kenny's the other one. I think Kenny Omega, especially like after everything that happened with All Out and him coming back and him just being like the babyface world champion. It's just kind of like, I don't know, man. It's real feel-good vibes, you know? Um, but, yeah, man. Like I said, I think MJF could have grew into it. I think if he's returned... The real guys in wrestling? Israel, you're breaking up. You, yeah, you break you up. You're back. You said the real, the real one wrestling? You said the real one wrestling, Israel? The real top guys in wrestling is mm. the three members of The Shield. And that's just a fact. I'll tell you, who was on the list that I sent you the other day, man? Real top guys in wrestling, like genuine, like top guys. I'm all in, bro. Do you want me to redo the list? I think it was, I'll I'll try to guess it. I think it was Okada, Omega, Muxley, CM Punk, Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, and. Was it Brock? I think I might have snuck. I think I might have snuck Brock Lesnar in or something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You, you said, one you sneak. Said, you said one sneak. You had one sneak on that list. Monty said Okada, Lesnar, Roman, Cody, Moxley, Omega, Punk, and then he said, "Um, I said, I said Tanahashi." He said, "Well, yeah, but he's been beat so much now, bro. Holding else to Chase Owen, which is true, which and I'm very unfortunate." Um. He said that there's fringe top guys like Drew there's Hall loads of fringe there's yeah. fringe loads of fringe so, top guys. So when you when you do, when you're wait, wait, when you're wait, thinking Manny, of this, wait, 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 hold on, Manny, hold on. So then is, he said, he said that the fringe top guys are Drew McIntyre, Brian Danielson, Randy Orton, Gunther. No, no, he said Gunther and Jay White can grow into top guys. He said Kevin Owens is a fringe top guy. Uh, uh yeah. So that, that's I think Ke- I think if Kevin's got given the ball though, Triple H just went fucky. You know, wait, that's my have- son. Wait, yeah. I don't get it. So you have Drew on that list, but you didn't have Tana. Like, is this like original thing? For, no, like, ta- no, 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 no. Drew's not on the list. No, no, I know, but I guess one of the names. But like, if we're t- if we're talking about like top guys, if you're because you have Okada, obviously, because he's the top guy in Japan. But mm. if you if you you can also put Pentagon because he's a Pentagon Rouge because they're both top guys in Mexico and they sell out massive arenas. So I mean, like, 
if you're talking I, about Tommy. They have massive I, arenas, you know. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I will I will say Penta is in his in his home domestic setting. He does feel like a superstar. He does, so yeah. Like, he does come across really cool. Um, yeah. yeah, man. There's like I said, there's loads of fringe shot goals, but I mean, when I say top yeah, goal, I mean no, I don't even mean like a, a particular like metric, like how good they are in ring, how many tickets to sell or anything like. Just kind of like. I don't know, it's a certain, there's a certain way in like the way that certain wrestlers carry themselves and even just like the perception, like Kenny Omega, like Chris Led, like, you know, a lot of people's greatest wrestler of all time, greatest wrestler in the world right now, you know. Like, um, like, on, there's, a, there's one wrestler, uh, Mystico, I mean, he just, everybody knows Mystico, like the original Mystico, because now he has his gimmick back. Bro, I watched his match with, uh, with, uh, I forgot who he wrestled, but it was, he comes out, he's a freaking god, bro. Like, he comes out to Arena Mexico and he sells out Arena Mexico every week. It's probably he's like the, ta- it's probably like the Tanahashi kind of thing where it's like, uh, of course, like, of course, like, he's you know, huge star, he everyone loves him, and it's like, you know, he's got all that kind of thing. But, like, I, I also think, think being like good. the champion and being like the best of the best, like, it's it would be More very hard to buy into, you know. Mystico oh, is also a wrestler of the year, observer wrestler of the year. Yeah, yeah, in what year? Yeah. You didn't say Joss Alexander, guys. <laughs> what about Josh? <laughs> Nobody would argue. No one would argue. It. No, no I one feel like hip hop fans would argue that Josh Alexander is one of the best. They do. <laughs> it's not that the would do it. They do do it. Um, but yeah, there's lo- the, the list of like fringe top guys and people that I think could become top guys or people who are kind of like could be thrown into like main events, maybe and stuff like that. Like, that list is like incredibly long, you know. How do we get to this conversation? Oh, because I asked you about Hangman, because you, 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 well, yeah, this match really me, bro. Chris, Chris is so just, just, just can blast. Yeah, this, bro. Hey, bro. this match was beast, bro. Like, two of the best brawlers, maybe in. Wrestling Mox is definitely one of the best brawlers in AEW. I'm not AEW, like wrestling history in general. Like, yeah, like we really got a lot of criticism for that. Like his first year in AEW, like, oh, does he have to go outside the ring in every single match? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and you know it was kind of valid for some matches. But um, he's one of the best brawlers of all time. Um, Hangman's a great brawler too. I want to put him all time status, but he's definitely like one of the best brawlers he's of good. the day. Something in this match was something that a lot of wrestling in general is missing. Like, um, just like the heat to the match. Um, you know, it started with the fucking. It started off with a fucking ten minute brawl before the match even started. Um, Steve, Stone Cold vibes right there, bro. Just world eating shit. Um, oh, see, mm. and I, I pointed this out on Twitter. I was like, "Yo, it seems like these niggas are reverting to their um, old, more <laughs> malicious characters." Like. Um, Mox and and I don't know if y'all noticed, but uh, they started calling the paradigm shift the Death Rider, which is what they call it in New Japan. Um, wow. So I'm feeling, man, if I see Mox walk out on AEW with the fucking short, short black trunks, I might go like I should be fucking so hard. And uh, hey, man, I hope he brings back the rope. Um, the you really want this? You really want this man to get that rope, bro? He's, he's been pushing it, bro. I have oh. never seen Hangman with the rope, and in my time of being an AW fan, I need him to, to pull that out. I want to see he's what not, that's he's about. Never AW. He did I'm pumped for anything Hangman do and Mox do. These are like two quality premium white men. That's- I hope we get a dog collar match. <laughs> that's crazy. 
I don't. I don't think they should do a dark color man. It's been too soon since the last one. Yeah. You want to keep it special, man. Well, they can do I'm something good. else along the same line. No, I don't want to see him do a Texas death match. Look, this is what I'm gonna. I'm gonna put now. Hangman, he is a sneaky dumb jock wrestler. He goes in there, beats the fuck out of people, and throws them around with like no regards to their lives. So I'm sliding him in there. I think. Mm, when was the last time AEW done a cage match? Or something? I don't know. What uh, something that you can Jungle do? Really Boy and love off with, man. Um, uh, Jungle Boy versus Luchasaurus was the last one at um, Full Gear. That went hard. Um, that was a great match. That was very good. But yeah, man. Before matches are great. Before Chris put a gun, except for Thunder Rosa and Bray. But yeah, man. Before before Chris put a gun to my head and made me say that Hangman Adam Page isn't a top guy. You know, I was you know full of praise for him. I still am. I think he's fucking amazing. You know what I mean? But yeah, a great match. Um, do we think we're going to get the fourth match at Revolution, or do we think it comes before? Like, and obviously we've already been talking about the stipulations and it might be. Yeah. And stuff, so. Monty, remember I told you that I think that maybe if Tony isn't really confident about the vibe of MJF and Danielson as a main event, he can he can probably slide in Hangman Moxley as a real main event. But stipulation, or no, no, he just makes well, the lights out match. Well, actually, is a real main event. Oh, yeah, no. lights out. Yeah. yeah, so that he just makes a lights out match, and that's the technically mm-hmm. the main event. Mm-hmm. To be honest, so. though, a lights out stipulation death match following in a one hour Iron Man match is like so exhausting. It's not even funny. I don't know if I would do that. Yeah, I'd I think open I, with that than, than do no. That. That's why I I would too, but I just if Tony just doesn't feel if Tony doesn't think the the MJF and Danielson feud is hot enough. He and. Because I think I think uh, Moxley and Heyman is the hottest thing in the company right now, so he might just make that the unofficial main event, just so people will <laughs> see and watch it. Could do like a last man standing. Uh, yeah, someone said that in the chat. The last I man mean, standing seems feels like it would be quite fitting. You know, they don't have to do the blow off at Revolution. Um, they can do it. You know, not everything has to build to the pay per view. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. some shit could just. Like, I forgot what it was. The Eliminator Tournament, right? That shit, like, people are usually grown because it's on Revolution. Um, I mean, at full gear, but, like, the Eliminator Tournament, um, the final was on the Dynamite after um, full gear, which I think they should do more of, like, build, like, on 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 uh, Revolution, instead of doing Mox versus um, Hangman as the final blow-off, do um, uh, BCC and... BCC versus Heyman and I don't know two partners. I don't know who his partner. Can we? Can can we? Wait, hold on, hold on. But isn't Revolution? Isn't Revolution in like four <laughs> weeks? Under a month? I don't know. I mean, it's this month. All that. No, I don't know if we have enough time to do that. You can though, because fuck you, nigga. I don't like you. Fucking <laughs> messed up my train of thought. I forgot what I was gonna say. I knew that was gonna happen, you know. When when he be sliding, then I was like, Chrissy's gonna. Cause I could see what you like thinking about what you're trying to say. Yeah, I could see the gears turning. You get me, and if you just came in and cut that shit out, bro. Like. But yeah, the anyway, was, uh, East, it was amazing. Yeah, the, ma- the match was heat, all timer, dynamite match. Um, okay, so next up, we had a. Um, there was a, a promo video for Darby and Joe, which I always like to see for the main event because, you know, promote your main event on the show, man. 
you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, something that AEW has got better at in the recent weeks, months, so. Mm -hmm. Can I go uh, to Jack Yeah, Speaking of course. Of, uh, building to mid-event, there's something, WWE barely does this now too, but there's something WWE used to do a lot, right? They used to have something be an integral part of the show where it goes for multiple segments on the show or mm -hmm. multiple things are tied into each other. I think AEW should do something like that. Uh, the last time I feel like they did it was the um, they did an opening. It was CM, it was uh, MJF celebrating um, beating CM Punk, right? Uh, and he was like, they just had a whole segment. They were like, all right, if you and a partner of your choosing, not named Stinger Darby, beat FTR in a match, I'll give you a rematch, right? I feel yeah. like they should do stuff more like that. Um, yeah, that's one of my favorite Dynamite episodes. Like that, that's not, that's uh, unfortunately though that's uh, that's that same punk booking. Well, uh, it's not yeah. gonna happen because he's that's not coming back. That's a Phil Brooks. You'll see it on Raw in September. No way. Yeah, if I want, I'll see Raw. <laughs> uh, Nasty, but yeah, definitely, Chris man. I, I've always liked that about wrestling TV, like especially weekly wrestling TV, which is obviously what we're all used to over the past like 20, 20, 20 30 years. Um, yeah, have, have like a central theme for the show where it's like you know yeah. multiple hey, segments build to one thing. You know what I mean, which is the main event. <clears throat> uh, but uh, yeah, listen, I'll give I don't give praises to a lot because he doesn't fucking deserve it. But to give uh, MJF a little bit of something positive to say, um, <laughs> I feel like MJF is the person to do this type of stuff. You know, he wants to be this. Uh, old school WWE fucking reign of terror, triple H type nigga make Mark. as long as you do bearable promos. Cause your promos are not bearable sometimes, most of the time, all the time. Um, MJS so, promos are great, man. What are we doing here? I like how you address him. Like he can hear you. MJS promos are very good. Oh God. Like damn. I think MJS promos. Go ahead. You froze anyway. You froze anyway. You good. I think I think his promo. I think his promo will be great. I'm frozen. No, no, you're frozen. Oh yeah, we're talking about MJF. Maybe that's maybe this is a sign. I don't know. His promos are really great. Promo in the promo. Let Manny get his fucking word in. Okay, my man. I will say that to me. His match with Akesha is going to be like a real like test to see where I think he stands as a top guy and a wrestler. He's like, I know he's had good matches with uh, with Darby and Jungle Boy and Sammy, but you I don't know. I think okay, yeah, Yuta. But this oh, this time he's he's going to be in there with a guy that works a completely different style from all those guys. And mm -hmm. this and Takeshi is actually a generational in ring worker, a guy that's like uh, I think it's a, like already better wrestler than MJF. So. I kind of want to see how he's going to work with guys of different styles and somebody better than him in ring. And this is going to be his first real test to me. Yeah, man, definitely. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll, you know we'll get more. In, we'll, yo, yo, yo. We'll get more into that, obviously, when we get to uh, what the match and all the stuff in the show. You know, we're jumping all over the place. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, it's because mm -hmm. we're, we're allowing a guy on acid to direct the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 all he was talking about was the pacing of the show and shit. Like, 
Anyway, 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 anyway. Okay. Anyway. Okay, so next up, boom, backstage promo with Jeremy Hayter, the bunny. Butcher and the blade. I thought this was random as fuck. Um, <laughs> bunny then the bunny challenged Jamie Hay. Uh, Jamie Hay uh, accept, but this was kind of all to just set the scene for uh, you know uh, Renee was doing the whole like oh, something's happening and back. What's going on? What's going on? And they pull it up on the screen and uh, Britt Baker's getting attacked by Soraya and Tony. You know they're doing the whole X WWE versus AEW shit. I mean this was whatever. You know, um, you know Britt got jumped. You know, one thing you one thing you can't say about Tony, he's always gonna get his girl the bunny a title eliminator match. I feel like he gets it all the time and has like a man for bunny. I really I hope Bunny like shows out because if she goes out there and has like a, a stinker against Hater, you know, it's gonna be kind of. I don't think she will. Annie's right. She had. I think she's had uh, a title match, not title match, but a eliminator match against every single. AEW champion Shinsuke uh, Shida. She's she's been in a lot. She's you know Tony, Tony clearly likes using her. You know, yeah, I'm gonna say she's not she's not bad or anything. So I guess it's hard. Am I working? Hi. Yes. Hey. Yes. What are you saying about MJF's promos this week? Yes, I am. What are y'all talking about? What are we talking about? <laughs> the backstage segment with uh, Jamie Hader and the Bunny. Oh yeah, that girl's promo skills are shit. Like it's good Which they only one? gave her like a little bit of time before they cut off and showed the what was actually interesting. Oh, with the Britt Baker backstage uh, beatdown. Yeah, that was alright. Yeah, I like I like backstage beatdowns with the women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it was a uh, Lisa. Keeping... This is me being nice. It is. It is. We're proud, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, yeah. A wholesome thing. I think anyway, all hate go the story over, what do you say? Oh, the storyline is like pretty cringe. That's but they're gonna. Well, you. What's going on? I think Monty, Ibu, Peach in the <laughs> chat, and you, Israel, you hate this storyline because y'all know in the end the AEW. Original I don't even hate it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Listen, listen. I do not care about the WWE listen. girls that went to AEW. I'm not a Page fan. I don't. I don't dislike Tony Storm. What whatever that bitch name. I don't dislike Tony, but I don't care for her either. Ruby is like, you know, I like her. Awesome. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not like rooting for one side or the other. Ooh, I don't give a damn. Man. I don't listen. like any of them, bro. The women that I like are have nothing to do with the storyline. Listen, yeah, yeah, my coming out of this. I can't speak. I mean, maybe, maybe the rest of them, maybe in their feelings about the fact that I don't know. It's, it's that's I, not me, though. You cannot love me bro. in with them. I don't even dislike the storyline at all, Chris. I actually, I actually am very. Oh, sorry, hey, man. Let's get to the next subject. Fuck Jamie Hader will Ooh. have another four star. You gonna let me talk oh. to you like that, Hangman? Hey, Hangman. Hey, you gonna let him little boy you? He's here's, a beta. Here's, here's, here's the thing about it. This beta song, male. So. Oh, a liberal thing. cuck. I'm, I'm definitely not. Uh, <laughs> listen, what you guys don't realize is that Chris can do all this now, but what's gonna happen is when we're off the air, I'm going to access the Russell Pierce company funds, and I'm just going to make sure that he gets less than everybody else. That's it. Hey, you do Monty, that, and we, I'm telling you, I make a month. 
Chris was actually Chris was he on it. The funniest thing was that Chris was actually our highest paid last month. That was <laughs> so nasty. No, it's funny. <laughs> no, it's funny. I, what, what Peach said in the comments because I said the, I think I said the exact same thing to her. It's like the, everyone is saying, "Okay, this is us versus them," and it's like, bro. All of you are indie darlings. Like before you went to WWE, you was an indie darling. Like you're not a yeah, WWE like, original. WWE did not make any of these women. Like they yeah, already was established. Came to WWE and got could, dropped. Uh, Rhea was wrestling for 10 years. Yeah, the only one you could argue is Soraya. And then there's that. Do you know what I mean? Like she was she done her grind on the indies. So it's like all of them, literally all of them, like started on the indies. None of them are like fresh out the piece, you know. None like, of them. If they had if they had like, I don't know, someone that the PC developed. Like Time that would metal. make more sense, but it's it's literally. Oh, see, I mean, I don't know that girl's lore, but she don't deserve to be in any company. But well, that's honest, another conversation. Calling, calling me is some of the. Ah, uh, never mind. We'll just, we I just want to say, there's a reason they call me Chris O'Brien. <clears throat> Jesus. <laughs> Yo, you not on my pay grade, little boy. Oh, you're not my pay grade. I'm talking nigga. Talk nigga. It's funny, Monty, because the, the matchup calls for the the AEW girls to be lined up on one side and the WWE girls on the other side as heels, but it, it, it does lead to some contrived situations from from a story standpoint. Like Ruby Soho now now has to be realigned on one side, even though she's she's technically a former WWE girl who is a babyface. But but what I will say is that um her dynamic with Britt Baker and them trying to convince her has been pretty interesting, and, and I've enjoyed seeing Britt. And uh, Ruby interact on TV. They try uh, to be mean her. girls and be like, "Nah, you came from over there, so you gotta be with them, yeah, bro." You yeah, should be yeah, honored yeah. that Ruby wants to align with you, fucking bums. I will. To be honest, I, I feel like Ruby Soho is more of like an AEW wrestler, anyways. When I look at her, because I feel like she's done a I, lot more I, in I, AEW than I do too. You know, my personal rule is in my like in my brain is if you go to a new setting and like you've become better in that setting and ingratiated yourself. Then that's that's really what your identity is right now. Whereas if you come to the new setting and like you're what you were before, just in this place, then you're like WWE. So like, yeah, that's the WWE guy, girl. You know, like that's that's why I feel weird about Tony Storm because she was so good in her spot in AEW. The AEW Women's on. Champion. Look at, this, look at this shit, bro. She's li- she was literally the face of the women's division. Oh Andrew Tate, four ninety nine. My favorite wrestling uh, podcast. Don't forget to drink some sparkling water. A- Andrew, on, you man. should be you should be saving your money, man. Like you're in a pretty tough yeah, spot. Bro, right you, now. Yeah, bro, yeah, bro. You got you got hill to you climb. In, you got hill to climb, bro. Yeah, hey, uh, one thing I will say about this feud: uh, drink me. sparkling water. Yeah. Anyway, what, water. Thank you, Andrew Tate. Shit. Um. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um. The acclaimed of the squad. What? He left us five ninety nine. What do you mean? Thank you. Continue. The acclaimed squash match. Am uh, I just lagging? I'm so confused. You're good, Isra. He's 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 <laughs> recapping the next segment. <laughs> yeah, like, chill, man. Uh, okay. We good? Everyone good? Yeah. Yes. We okay? Everyone can hear me. Everyone, no one's lagging. No one's. <laughs> Israel's lagging, so we're not good. Uh, no, we're all good now. We're all good now. Okay. Chris has disappeared. Manny's in the back of his room. Um, <laughs> He's so far from the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's get podcast, some fucking bro. professionalism going on, bro. Like this what? is this is getting messy. Uh, okay. 
The acclaimed had a squash match against two local competitors or whoever the fuck they were. I don't know if anyone knows who they were. Uh, the um, Outrunners. The Outrunners, baby. See, see we got this. This one, me and professionals. Um, then there was a segment with the guns where they kind of argued back and forth. And Billy Gunn is like, he's in the middle and he's just had enough. He can't take it anymore. And he just kind of walks away from him. Then Austin Gunn grabs the mic and he's like, Yeah, Dad. You walk away like you did when we was young. You're a well. drug addict, Dad. <laughs> You're just gonna hit the bottle like you used to, Dad. <laughs> pills, Dad. It's literally your... like how he's supposed to sound as well, I think. Yeah. You know, and he's like, "Why don't you drown your sorrows in the bottom of a pill bottle?" A pill bottle. Go do somas with Sean in '98 again, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> When Billy hears that, he stops and the crowd's like, oh. <laughs> Yo, nah, Monty, when this when this kid Austin was shaking, when, when his dad got up in his face, bro, this, this thing was nah, shaking. Yeah. Nah, you know Billy comes to the ring, you know gets Austin in Austin's face. Austin Gunn basically told us that The Rock killed that nigga's career so hard he sent him into alcohol and depression. That's kind of crazy. Crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, Austin, you know, Billy gets, in his, gets back in the ring, gets in Austin's face. He's just yeah. He just lays down the challenge. Uh, claimed guns next week. Um, what 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 are we uh, expecting from this? Do we think the guns have got a chance? Do we think Billy Gunn's going to turn on the acclaimed? Like what do we I think? think yeah, I he's think gonna, oh, he's boy. I, 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 that I, would I, be. I don't know. I feel it. That'd be unfortunate though, because he already turned on the acclaimed once, right? He turned on them once. He Did can't he? do it again, bro. Wait, I would be so on? redundant if he does it again. You turn on them right yeah, before. You know, kind of turned on them, you know? No, no it was weird. He turned on them. Then he, he went back to the acclaim. Yeah, it was weird. He, 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 tur- he turned on them, and then uh, the guns started yeah, but he was so shit, quick, and they beat Chris. him up. He was so quick. He was so quick, but he flipped back. It was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's the most over... Think of this from Billy Gunn's perspective, right? This is the most over he has ever... Maybe ever been, maybe other than the first couple out, uh, outlaw runs, right? Mm. This is the most over he's been since the fucking 90s. Why <laughs> would he jeopardize that? Because the guns get no fucking heat like that. Why would he mm. jeopardize? And I'm pretty sure he has a big hand in this story, right? He's a producer mm. or whatever. Yeah, probably. Why would he jeopardize himself getting this over? It's not going to make his sons more over if they fucking have this heat. It's not going to do shit for the acclaimed. So why... Why do that shit? Like, I don't see the point in if the guns are gonna win, just have them win. Like, have Billy Gunn accidentally hit the claim. Don't have him turn on him. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. But whoever wins, they're keeping those titles hot for top flight. That's what I'll say. You think so? You think so? Showtown Spurs two dollars thinks that the guns winning and dropping to FTR at Revolution. It's not. It's over. Let's go. Let's go. It's not happening, bro. That six man. Get ready for that six man tag, pussy. It's not happening. It's not. Go. It's not happening, nigga. Get over it, pussy. They just stole my idea. That's how you get out of the... Ibu, shut up, bro. This guy. Go on, man. All I'm going to say, that's how you get out of the acclaimed and FTR match. You just have to go to club, beat them, and then you have uh, FTR beat them. Yeah, man. So I could see I could see Eva happening, to be honest. 
I could see, I could see the acclaim just winning. I could see the guns winning because of some Billy Gun nurse, whether it's a turn or a mistake or what. I could see the guns just winning just to drop at FTR. Like I could see a lot of things going, going either way with this one. I'm not actually, uh, I'm not too convinced on any of it to be honest. I'm not, uh, I don't know what's going to happen, which is a good thing, you know, because uh, not, I don't think any of those options are bad unless like you anti FTR like some of the guys are, which is you know whatever <laughs> like but um yeah man we'll see what happens we'll see what happens crystals make a good point no this is the most over that billy gunn has been in like two decades so chris can you come back yeah. oh sorry, there sorry. we go doing something yeah to collect himself he was throwing up because of the mention of ftr <laughs> uh yeah Wait, after what? this yes, in the show <laughs> after this we had a. Uh, there was a Jungle Boy promo saying that he's done with the tag team thing. Uh, I like Jungle Hook. I thought like it gave it gave them both something to do, like that people are into, and you know it didn't feel like forced or anything like that. So unless they have something like serious lined up for Jungle Boy, like Christian coming back, then I don't quite get why they would break up Jungle Hook. Before the main event, I was like, after that promo, I was like, oh, he's gonna be Darby for the title sometime soon. That's why I thought it was gonna happen. I mm, now I, I think I don't fucking know what he does because he doesn't want the tag title, so that means he wants the uh-huh. war championship, which he could feud with MJF after um, Revolution, right? He could. They have a yeah. storyline. They've had matches together, good matches, so they could do that. Or him to beat Orange Cassidy, which I don't think is happening. I don't fucking know. It, it, it's confusing because. He made it apparent that he wants championship gold. Mm-hmm. Joe just won, and they're probably going to give that shit back to. We'll talk about that later. Whew. Yeah, mm. I, I feel. I feel like um, they're going to. If he has a feud after this with uh, MJF, I feel like that's when Christian is going to come back and screw him out of it. I feel like whatever title he tries to go for, Christian is going to come back and screw him out of it because they still have yeah, never finished that because they never had the Christian, the, the proper Christian versus Jungle Mat boy Matt. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I love yeah, sure. yeah, man. Yeah. I want to see him back, bro. you know. Um, yeah, man. Jungle Boy, Jungle Hook. So what, what? 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 are we doing with Hook now? You know what I mean, dude, like, bro? It's so you, you, know, you just you know, disappear you know, you know, into the abyss now, like what, you know. What you know what? You know what I would do, Monty? I'd have Go Hook on. work thirty-minute matches at house shows. I mean, yeah, cool. And what everything. is what wrong with you? What do you mean? What's wrong with you? Wait, wait, Rob, what are you talking about? That's exactly what you should. I heard you wrong. I heard you wrong. Yeah, he should be working 30. 30. Yes, 30? Yes, yes. That's what what you're supposed to be doing at house shows. Young wrestlers who are relatively green should be having experience working long matches so that they have them under their belt. and They're equipped with the skill set and toolbox to be able to do that should they be put in that situation. Because then they no. can condense this on TV. This is how my, Rob. This is how no. wrestlers learn. This is literally how they learn. Yeah. I, all, I, all, I, all of your, I agree with Hey Man. Yeah, all the Ring of Honor greats. All the Ring of Honor greats literally would go sixty minutes, like two to three times a week. I don't know. Two to three times a week, they would just go sixty that minutes. Sounds pretty bad. Every yeah. single one of them. You're talking about sounds pretty bad. It's not televised, Rob. That's the purpose of a house show. Frozen in the corner. All right, you're trolling. Here she is. Who, here, who is? <laughs> he's just frozen in the corner. <laughs> no, she. Oh, she is frozen. Yeah, like, I was what? looking at it as well for a second. There she is. Look, she's just. Yeah, she's just lagging. She's just really be honest. So, God bless. Hook should be working twenty minute matches with Jeff Jarrett on the road. 
Yeah, I know, but what do you do? Like, do you just keep him off TV like, for how TV? long? Like, what, um, like, what do you do with him? Listen, sure. I know the shit is corny. And I know people don't understand what this means. But if Hook is willing, right, and he wants to really... I don't know how much he loves his wrestling shit because I know he loves fashion. Carry on, what, what happened? I don't know how much he loves his wrestling shit, though, but his dad makes it seem like, yeah, he likes it, right? If he's willing... I'd have him go on excursion to Noah since Noah and AEW business together. Yeah. I'd have him go to Noah and, and, and run shit over at Noah. Cook. If he's willing to. I don't he's probably not willing to. A lot of wrestlers want to be willing to, especially but I think that would be like really not have him mix it up with the guys, but you know, mix it up with Ninja Mac, friend of the show, by the way, Ninja Mac. Mix it up with Ninja Mac, uh Leon Slater and not Leon Slater, uh What's Leon his name? Dante Leon? Leon Slate is good, bro. You know, repping bone. Looks like you, but dark skin, Monty. You know, he, he's he's a real one. You know what I mean? He's Brunton, a real man. Uh, stand up. I know Taz yeah, wanted. I, I, I know, I know Taz wanted Hook to do that before he went to AEW signing because he wanted him to go to the dojos and all that. But AEW just snatched him up and just gave him a huge push. So I don't really know if Hook is about that because I. Because I'm pretty sure Hook wanted to do that, so I don't. But the only thing is, I just don't think Tony's gonna let that happen because he's a fucking. Mm, idiot. Yeah, yeah, bro. I doubt it. You know, obviously that's just Chris kind of like, you know, we're getting hopeful. You I mean, know? Kip Sabian's <laughs> a BDT right now. Yeah, but that's Kip Sabian. Like, yeah, anyway, <laughs> I, I, I ain't trying to get spoiled. Um, Ibu, what was you gonna say regarding who specifically? Who? Like, be, before Manny, before Chris yeah. had his light bulb yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah, uh, to be honest, um, I'm on TV for two months and let him let him run house shows and 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 put put him put him in the chamber. Uh, AEW has a suitable cast of guys right now taking him TV. It doesn't hurt to pay hook and have him work the house shows. He's over, so like it's not like the people in mm-hmm. the house shows are gonna groan when he comes. They're gonna be happy to see hook and to see hook yeah, in, in, in in long matches. Uh, it's before TV gets to. I think I think people will be into that. So. You throw him against a Jeff Jarrett. You throw him against um, a guy who's a good worker. I'm sorry. Hook versus who? Hook versus Jeff Jarrett at a house Why? show. Why? Well, so uh, the, my explanation is AEW should be using these house shows to have their younger, greener wrestlers like learn the tools necessary, right, and get better. Huh. And so you work a traditional heel who like knows how to, you know, psychology and how to work a fa- work the crowd. Um, having them just kind of get heat on Hook and Hook learning how to structure a longer match where he can use his offense across 20 minutes rather than, than five, um, it, it's necessary for him. I, I think I think those are the types of things that he'll need, He'll um, will really help him in his development. Him doing that a couple times a week would be really, really productive. So I, I would suggest that, actually. Yeah, man. So Hook needs the longer matches, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, get the reps in. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so no more Jungle Hook. It looks like Jungle Boy is either going to go into some sort of title Chase or maybe Christian's coming back like imminently and Hook. Well, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do with Hook. So uh next we had Takeshita versus Brian Cage. Um Banger. Yeah, man. Yeah. These these they got after it. Um Takeshita got his stop the path of Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Takeshita got his first dynamite win, I believe it was. Obviously it's a banger as we've already just said. Um, there was no big Don Callis angle after. Like some people were, were kind of 
think it might happen. Um, I wonder when they'll actually start doing more of like the Don Callis grooming shit, you know, on TV and stuff. And when that actually like comes to fruition, you know, I, I think they were wanted to do that a lot, but I think. Uh, MJF personally requested to Kester be in this uh, Danielson feud so that he mm-hmm. can, you know, I listen before we get to, I'll get to this later. I'll put over MJF later. Sadly, I will put him over. But I think mm-hmm. MJF personally requested to Kester to be in this feud, right? Mm-hmm. And I think after this feud, which I think to Kester will not will no longer be a part of this Danielson feud after um, the match next week, right? I think that's when um, that's when he they start to. Uh, do more of the elite uh, Don Callis and Kenny Omega trying to lure Takeshi to be part of their team. Yeah, man. That's good shit. Uh, Israel, you, you just popped for Brian Cage versus Takeshi. What did you think? These are two really good men. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, mm-hmm. I don't understand why people try to play with Brian Cage's name. Like, cool. he goes crazy like when, cool. when he has to. And Takeshi is obviously like in my opinion, like, right now, top five. Like, personal. I don't know about what y'all think about who's better than who. I don't give a fuck. Uh, Takeshi <laughs> is, he's really, like, ready to be a top he's star. A I don't care he's that AW they like to do the whole, um, oh, you know, you got to build yourself up. You got to earn it. Nah, bro. I feel like Takeshi should be pushed to the fucking moon. And the yeah. fact that they have him, like, a part of this program with the main title, it shows that they actually put in an effort with the younger guys to like establish a star because he yeah. really does have star all over him. This, this is this Good is Kenosuke year, man. He's you know I, I, everything I'm gonna say I've said before, man. He just he has all the tools. He's a physical freak, you know. To see a guy at his height move the way he does and do what he does, it, it, it's very. It, it, I feel like I'm watching rookie LeBron James. Um, he's an absolute stud, and I'm glad he got a TV win because, you know, it, it, it's cool to see him show out in matches that he's going to lose, but now let's actually start getting him some singles momentum with victories. So him beating Brian Cage is a nice step. You know, I'm very high on him, and I think this is going to be his year. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to what happens with the guest. Yeah. I like that they had the two people that lost to Danielson go against each other. Mm-hmm. It ended up being a really good match. Um, also, oh, my bad. Go ahead, Cook. Oh, I was just going to continue because uh, with what – Hangman was saying about like how like all all the great things about Takeshi. He's also really charismatic. Like when you have like a, a foreigner whose English isn't the best, but they can like cut a really charming promo and get their point across. Like he's really mm. good at that. Like he's he's very charming. He's very charismatic. He has great facial expressions too. Yeah, um, and he's awesome. tall. We don't got enough tall people. That's true. No, honestly, he made he exposed Brian Cage as being indie big. You know, Brian Cage did not look physically impressive to me when he was standing. Across hey, do not talk about the machine like that. No, I, I he still he still looked tough. What are you talking about? I'm not. I didn't Brian Cage's tough. appeal isn't that he's fucking seven screaming over me. Right, let me. I need get to explain myself because it just. Who fucking who, nigga? I'm talking. No, he's literally um, built like a Greek god. Like you don't have to right? be six seven foot. He's a machine. Can I explain what I meant, please? No. All right. <laughs> you said indie big. We know what He's that means, right? Person. What's the next topic, Monty? Exactly. Next topic <laughs> is Jericho Appreciation Society backstage oh promo. Uh, mm-hmm. They cut a promo on Ricky Starks where they tell him that uh, Ricky Starks is going to have to run the Garcia Guevara gauntlet, which is a match versus Angelo. Then... <laughs> 
The match versus Angelo, then Daddy Magic, and then Guevara or Garcia. He won't find out until the night. <laughs> and then Jericho. <laughs> so yeah, man, it's uh. Can I? Can I? Can I say something? Garcia, <laughs> Guevara, Gauntlet. Hey, did I miss something? What did I, I think I think you missed something. <laughs> keep keep you know what? Because you're the professional right now, if you so yeah. what's yeah. your what type, happened? bro? Yeah, I, I, I think I I think that this is like just it's just schlock, bro. Like this is fucking lame, bro. Fucking uh why is why is Ricky Stark so adamant about getting a rematch with the guy that he beat? Why is he insisting on doing this rather than chasing the title? Like just in kayfabe, right? Like, what's what's the logic here? He when he beat Chris Jericho, because they he, kill, he, you don't remember when they killed him after the match, bro, bro. This is so, this is such like Jericho fingerprint. I just need something to do on television, shit. And it, it just feels like he's like you grabbing Ricky Stark. Jericho. I mean, bro, he's like he's like grabbing on Ricky Stark's leg to like keep him like in his orbit for like another month. And Ricky Stark isn't as good as Jericho right now. That that's Jericho besides the that's what that's beside the point. My point is this: it's just like I just think that this is a, a bit of a thinly veiled excuse to fill. TV time. <laughs> uh, are we are we are we here to do a review? Or are we here to just like? Oh my god, he's TV? crying! Oh brother! <laughs> Go ahead. Anyways, Andy. anyways, my my point is my point is uh, it's just a bit like look. Obviously, all these tropes are done to fill TV time and to build things. But this was very thinly veiled. Like, this was very just like, okay, this is just another week of keeping you in the mix here before we set up what I'm trying to do again, which is a rematch. And I just don't think there's that many good – there's not there's not enough good on-screen reasons for this – to justify this rematch, to be honest with you. Uh, so I, it's hard to, like, care that much, even though a lot of the people involved are talented. Like, I'm a big fan of Ricky Starks. I think Chris Jericho with the beat with the um, JAS is, is still a good act overall. Uh, I, I like Garcia and um, – Guevara, like their dynamic, even though I, I, I didn't agree with Garcia going back to the group. I, I like his dynamic with Sammy. Uh, so, look, ultimately, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately Ricky's going to go through all these guys. It's going to be, it's gonna be uh, 2.0 and, and either Sammy or Daniel, uh, it, it appears. And then I'm guessing it sets up the rematch of Jericho at the pay-per-view. So, you know, I guess it's, it's, it's a thing to do for now. I'm not, I just can't say that I'm super duper into it right now, even if like, the angles and stuff haven't been horrible. It just, uh, it's it's just kind of uninspired. I think is 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 what I'm looking at. I think it's just it's not super inspired as a story in any way. Uh, I'll just mm. say this, thing, man. Uh, to be real, I I usually don't believe that Jericho feuds are like, oh, Jericho feuds are just running way too long. But this one, even though it's been like one of the shorter Jericho feuds so far, I have so much fatigue from this feud, bro. That promo segment. On um, the dynamite in LA, did a number on me, man. It, <laughs> it was so bad. It did such a fucking number on me that I don't care about this story anymore. Um, I just really don't. I'm not a big Ricky Starks fan. Um, I don't think a Jericho. I feel like they had the best match they could have on the New Year's Dynamite, right? The best match they could possibly have with you know Jericho carried him the best that he could in that match. Um, I'm just not interested in this shit anymore. My thing is that I, I feel like it's not much different than feuds they've had with other people. Because Jericho likes to drag his stories. And, like, I, I mean, I don't even mind that. Like, I, I feel like, in general, like, it, some stories need more time. But 
I feel like they just the content of the storylines have just been kind of rep repetitive for me. Yeah. It's like, uh, let's just terrorize this person for as long as we can until we're done. And then let's move <laughs> on to the next guy. Like, yeah. the, the one thing I am going to say about this is just like, I don't really feel like the in-ring has been focused. It's just been the big promo battles and none of the promos have landed. So it's just kind of like, kind of whatever. It's very, um, <clears throat> I, 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 I think AEW would benefit sometimes with um, just accepting something as a one and done and quitting while you're ahead, so to speak. You know, like like Sam, like Guevara and Jericho, I thought was a great match on TV, right? And I can understand the um, temptation to then go, oh, we got to expand this into a full on program and elevate Ricky Starks. Uh, but yeah. I, I, if I was if I was Tony, I'd ask Jericho, what are your ideas in, in terms of executing that? And if he told me this was his idea, I'd be like, nah, never mind. I'll, I'd rather just get back to you guys as a matchup like months from now. You know? Yeah, I think I think Jericho really tried to make Ricky. And like, I know he had the big rock segments before. And he's like, oh, maybe Ricky does have a little of the rock in him. But it's just, there's just, the promo segments aren't landing. Mm. That's what they thought. They should have just hit the one and done. No need to land this out. And I do think adding Andre to this was good because I really, I do like the dynamic of Ricky and and action together. Do you? Huh? Y you really do? Yeah, I, I mean, thought, I, when I when I saw them when I saw them have a pre tape promo on Rampage, I was like, this is like anti chemistry. Like this is <laughs> no. I oh, I'm more looking like in the ring, like that. I think in the ring. Okay. Like, okay. They, yeah. I'm not, I'm not really looking at it from like a promo kind of thing together because like mm -hmm. I'm not really paying attention to that kind of stuff, anyways. During the show, it's just more of it when they're in the ring together. Question: When the bow rings, you know, who's who should be? And I want Chris to be part of this conversation because I feel like he would have better input. Um, who should be the person that like causes the disbandment of the Jericho Appreciation Society? Because I just I don't see it being Ricky. Um, no disrespect, but like who who's gonna be the person that's gonna like completely destroy this whole operation? Because somebody got to do it. It's gonna be Garcia, I think. Um, so it's gonna be like an inner be, circle be thing, because if Danielson and with the with the BBC, <laughs> with the BCC, they couldn't Yo. stop. <laughs> you are a grown man. It wasn't that funny. Oh, um, yeah. it's BCC, right? Yeah, Black yes. Pool, Black yeah, Pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's Black it, Pool it. Combat, shouldn't it be BPCC? Well, Black you know what? That's not the point. If Danielson, who actually like it was the most compelling storyline couldn't do it then like what's gonna if you think garcia is gonna be the one to to disband right who's gonna provoke that if danielson couldn't do it listen i think the danielson feud i know a lot of people were mad when he rejoined jericho you know i thought that was a very i thought that was a nice swerve that he uh didn't turn on jericho i think the remnants from that storyline and the remnants from um Jericho picking um picking Brian picking Guevara like he's showing more favoritism towards Guevara than uh Garcia, right? So I think that that's remnants of that Garcia his plan is you know, I'm going to keep on riding this out, but I'm not truly riding for this guy. Um I think he's going to turn on him, but 
I mean, I could be wrong. They could just be have this thing forever, but yeah, I think yeah, like I could see Garcia like turning on them, but I don't know if that will lead to the, the complete disbandment. Um, yeah, yeah, but without without Garcia, like I don't know, wasn't he no. supposed to be like the main guy that's supposed to like come out of the group and like flourish from it or whatever? So, yeah, I think that's what was supposed to. I think that's what was supposed to happen, but. I think Jericho realized, look, Sammy is not getting over anymore, well, and I think, but I think, I think people, but I think people are starting to turn on Sammy because, no, nah, I think what I the, I think Gar- Jericho put Garcia with Sammy so he can help get Sammy back over, and that's starting to happen now because I see people starting to like Sammy now because they're he's with Garcia, so I think they, what he wanted is happening. They have a, a good dynamic. The closest thing I can like. Put together with like, not exactly to the start, but like a gold, they have a gold dust and book T type chemistry. When I see them, uh, it, it's the odd couple, trope, as, huh? It's the odd couple trope, yeah. Odd couple trope. Um, those segments are really funny, in my opinion. It's like my type of humor, just dry humor. Um, I could also see Sammy helping Garcia. Get like they could be like, yo, you have not helped our careers for us. You've been holding us down. And Sammy can be like, when I left you, I became TNT champion twice or three times. I would fuck that fucking trash ass feud uh, happened. Um, <laughs> you know, they both had valid points on why they would want to disband it, but also disband the group also leaves like a lot of people dead and dead in the water. Like, what the fuck is Jake Hager gonna do? What's 2.0 gonna do? You know, hmm. 2.0 will find a way to hang around. Jake Hager's been stealing a check for three years, so you know. No, I mean, I think as long as Jericho's in AEW, Hager's Jake Hager's job is secured. He's just gonna be mm. his lackey forever. That's why Jake mm. Hager got the AEW account to cuck you. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Respect Jake Hager. <laughs> um, yeah, next up, we had the there was like an elite promo where the elite are cutting a promo <laughs> about losing to uh losing to Top Flight last week and then they're challenging them to a trios match against Top Flight and AR Fox and then they're interrupted by the firm. I think it was Stokely, Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah, man, they they went back and forth. Uh, Zay Zay was making noises. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It was good. Yeah, man. It looks and basically, it looks like the firm is going to be taking on the elite on Rampage. So it looks like we're getting the elite on Rampage, which seems like you know real big novelty there. Uh, mm. Chris is already yeah. shaking, you know rubbing his hands together. Uh, mm. Are we cook- Chris? Are we cooking? We're cooking, bro. And when it hits 500k, right, the elite agenda be being pushed by me will be so dynamic. It will be so just generational uh, inflation. But also about this segment in general. <laughs> This is something AEW is missing, uh, in my opinion. And they can't do this without the elite because the elite do this shit the most. If y'all rem- I-, I know I keep on going back to old, de- old AEW days. But if y'all remember, during Kenny's title reign, the best title reign in AEW history, by the way, um, mm-hmm. they used to always be backstage next to a basketball hoop, right? And they used mm. to always just be shooting on the hoop and just chilling back there with Gallows and Anderson. Um, <laughs> so what I'm saying, I think... In wrestling in general, like WWE barely does this. In wrestling in general, sometimes a show needs a change of scenery where it's just yes. not in the room, yes. it's not just backstage. Like go to places 
Um, go to different places you have access to. Do pre-cut promos, pre-cut segments back there. Like it, it adds a lot of life to the show. It adds mm-hmm. a, a layer of, you know, these wrestlers. You know, they're not, they're not always just backstage. They're not always just in the ring. It just adds a layer, some type of layer to the show that um, it needs. And I thought Stokely interacting with Kenny Omega was so fucking surreal to see because I love Stokely and Kenny's my all-time favorite, right? Um, also, the Elite Wrestling on Rampage, I needed that, right? <laughs> also, I, I, I think uh, Team Top Flight and AR Fox have a better chance of winning next week than people might think. <clears throat> I don't. Hmm. I don't think it happens. I, I, think think it plays into, I think it plays into the to catch the thing. I feel like it, I don't know if they want to turn Kenny heel this soon, but I think it plays into the to catch the thing. Um, in a Ibushi free agent, I don't know. I just think Don Callis is cooking something. You know what I mean? Cool. Mm-hmm. I, I, look, I'll say this. You know, this you knew the elite's fingerprints were over this because of how zany it was, Monty. Like we have we have Nick Jackson turning around and swishing a jump shot. I wonder how many takes takes that took. I, I popped what nigga? What the fuck? It was I, live. Yo, I, this. I, I, hating, bro. I popped I popped really hard when he made that jump shot. Um <laughs> Isaiah, 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 yeah, how many takes Isaiah do you think that took? Like, cause, cause here's the thing. Kenny cut a whole promo before he took that shot. Like he was talking, 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 and then Nick was like, "I, right. it's a jump shot." I'm like, "Dang!" Like, like I wonder, like, like what if he misses? Like, you had to just retake the whole thing. Like, what, what are we doing? Uh, but I, yeah, I think yeah. I think Nick made that. He's a mid range guy, supposedly. So, <laughs> the elite, can the leader just cold as fucking pickup games, bro? Like they're just mad. Like, they're just demons. <laughs> Yeah, man. Look, look. The elite on Rampage is good. They've they've never been on Rampage as a trio, and uh, you wanna you wanna emphasize that this is a show that people should tune in for. Um, so you know, putting them on is a good step. Uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to the trio's title match next week. I, I don't think I don't think the elite are gonna lose, but the best Dante Martin has ever looked is in the ring with Kenny Omega. So I'm happy to see them work again with each other. Yeah, it's always good shit, man. It's top floor, top floor in the elite. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Brian, Brian Danielson versus Timothy Thatcher. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they seem to be quite divisive. A lot of people were bored to sleep by it. Then a lot of people were popping huge for it. Uh, <laughs> I was popping quite a lot for it. I can't lie. You know, Thatcher's just like this mean bastard. Shout out to you know? Oni Lorcan, for real, because <laughs> I was like watching this match and I think like, I don't know, five minutes might have passed. And I asked like, is this Oni Lorcan? Because I thought that's who it was. And this whole time, I thought I was watching him, and it was completely some other guy. <laughs> Shout out, beef. Oni Lorcan yeah. should be signed. Hashtag sign Oni Lorcan. Yeah, all of that. Um, Monty, Monty, I'm in your boat. I think that this match is probably not for the wider wrestling audience, but it was absolutely for me and probably for Danielson. And when I thought about, like, who is this for as I'm watching it, I was like, Dragon. Like, he definitely... He's popping himself. Yeah, he was, he was loving Yeah, he was, he he, was loving he, he, it. He's popping. This is for him. Listen, Thatcher working the arm, Danielson trying to overcome that, them grappling, and then going to a finish. Good shit for me. I enjoyed this. Yeah, man. It's good shit. Oh, I want to re- I'm sorry. I'm learning no, so yeah, much. Continue. <laughs> I want to read you a tweet from a famous rock star. This okay. was a this was a clinic. Pro wrestling at its finest. 
no furniture, no spot fest, just psychology. Heat, shine, storytelling, and selling. Breath of fresh air, great work. Thatcher and Brian Danielson, end quote for Lars Fredrickson. You know, that's just, that's all you need to hear from this man. It was a great match. I don't get where people were saying that it was a snooze fest. Just technical wrestling at its best. I, I, I want to say something real quick. So, yeah, I like this a lot. Um, match, uh, to catch the chase off. And he did so in street clothes. And when he fought with MJF, he, he was fighting him. He wasn't doing a wrestling match sequence in the fight. Did you notice, Monty, that this happened after I said this on the Russell Pierce podcast last week? No, don't do that, bro. No, I just I'm think just, Tony I'm Khan just... is smart. I just think Tony Khan is smart. Bro, I'm not being funny, but like Brian Cage and Takeshita doing the sequence brawl was like a one-off thing that you don't really see a lot in AW of anyway. So them doing a normal brawl and for you to then come on to the WrestlePurist podcast on a Thursday evening and be like, did they, you think they heard what I said? Like, nah, bro. Like, it's nasty, bro. Nah, because you, you, he went for a side. I'm taking my creative. <laughs> he, he watched for a solid month. Moxley and uh, Hangman have actual brawls, and saw one brawl. Was like, "Come on, bro! We don't need these sequences and shit." Come on, bro! Yeah, it was, yeah, it's like it was. It was a uh, you know, it was it was a one-off brawl, weird thing with Cage and Takeshita. I don't even think the end. Like as you obviously beat me to it, Takeshita and MJF. Obviously, they got involved in the last stages. MJF came to the ring. He was putting on the yeah. ring, ready to fuck up Brian Daniels and shit. Takeshita comes out of nowhere in his street clothes and they brawl off into the back. Um, they're brawling, brawling all the way in the back. We see it backstage and all that stuff. I didn't even think that brawling was very good, to be honest. But, uh, really? really? You, you, you uh, went into it? <laughs> yeah, bro. You should have seen it. Bro, before the, before the security and everyone comes in to split them off, like, look at the shitty punches and that with the front, bro. Like, I gotta go back. <laughs> um, gotta go but yeah, they get split up by security and apparently, you know, the match gets made for next week. Uh, no, not Brian Danielson. MJF versus Kanosuke Takeshita. Uh, title eliminator match. Um, yeah, man. Big, big, big match for Takeshita, obviously. He's yeah. obviously been in a lot of these uh, segments and angles with MJF recently. So, big match for him. A lot of people excited. Um, yeah, man. Uh, what are we thinking? I don't want to run long, Monty, because I know you uh, hate when a black man speaks his uh, thoughts. But <clears throat> when I said I was going to put over MJF, let me do that now. <laughs> Right to put over NJF, I want to say I think he personally wanted Takesta to be in this spot, um, and I think he's gonna make Takesta. I already think Takesta's a star, but I think he's gonna make him a star to the American audience next week. I think there's gonna be some blood. I think there's gonna be a fucking hope spot that goes crazy for. Where, where are they next week? Does anyone know where their uh, AEW's at next week? Oh, no idea. Hopefully, it's a good crowd, right? Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna have a one of the best hope spots in um, AEW history is going to be with Takesha, and he's going to fucking fire up. He's going to be hitting fucking Yakuza kicks. He's going to hit them fucking blue thunderbomb. He's going to jump up. He's going to get fucking fired up. He's going to yell, let's fucking go, and he's going to give everything Chris, he there, has. All there are no Paso. Crazy. El Paso? Hey, let's mm-hmm. hope some cartel members in there. Get just fucking shaking. But um, <laughs> yeah, I hope they're gonna. It's gonna be fucking heated, bro. Texas yeah. is fucking an amazing. Texas and AEW go together so well, um, yeah. with the crowds. I think it's gonna be fucking heated. I think, and if it is heated, I think Max deserves credit for me because I've been one of his biggest critics. You know, yeah. uh, I, I think his title run has been whatever so far. 
Um, I don't think he's – he's going to have to show me that he's a generational talent uh, next week. That's all I'll say. But I'll give him Look, credit I, for what he's done for Dekestra when he was going to be I know we're trying to speed through, but I, I just want to say something about Max, man. Look, I, I, he's not the blow-away physical freak that, like, some of these super workers are today in wrestling. But I, I think where his value is when it comes to as a wrestler – I think it's kind of like a Ric Flair deal, Monty, where like Ric Flair in the 80s was the best American wrestler, but he didn't do that much. But you know what he did do? He was really good at accentuating the baby faces he worked with. You know what I mean? Where, um, where In terms of like bumping and feeding and like really just kind of like letting their shine look really good. I think Max is going to really show how great he is to, uh, next week, um, working with Takeshita in, in the Ric Flair sense. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man, it should be good shit. Like I said, a lot of people are excited for it because, you know, even like MJF just wrestling in itself is like a novelty these. Well, he always has been kind of like a novelty. You know, he wrestles a few times a year. So, you know, and obviously everyone wants to see to get these big matches and do well. So it's, it's just good shit, man. Uh, next up, we had a Swerve Strickland promo, which, um, it's, <laughs> excuse the pun, but it, it swerved me, man. It well did because it's like, He's cutting his promo and it's fine, you know, and he's cutting the promo on Dustin Rhodes and he's like, oh, yeah, but, uh, you know, you're not you're not here next week, so, uh, Brian Pillman. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, so, Swerve's pulled out Brian Pillman and they're going to wrestle and Swerve's obviously going to probably demolish Brian Pillman. Um, I think we, we got the name of the unnamed tattooed face guy. It's like uh, Trench. Trench, Trench, I think, yeah. So Trench. Trench. <laughs> so yeah. So we got that. Uh, the next up, we had an MJF and Rouge segment where, you know, um, LFI are kind of just like chilling in their locker room and shit. And MJF comes in with a briefcase of money. He says he wants Rouge to put a beat down on Danielson. He gives him a big case of money and he said, there's the first one. And if you do a good job, there'll be five more of them. Um and yeah, man, Rouge is uh, the latest person to be getting paid off by MJF to try and put some serious damage on Danielson. So we'll see how that goes. We know Rouge can be brutal, so they're going to have a physical match. Manny's going to pop. He's going to say Rouge should have won. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, man, good shit. Well, um, man, Rouge is on the tear right now. I mean, if you've been watching Dark, the mask collector, the ass kicker, and then. I don't know if you, I don't know if Monty, you saw the stream last night with me and Joe. I called Rampage a shitter hour. And then as soon as I said that, Roosh came out with the graphic with him and Christopher Daniels. <laughs> I instantly regret saying that. So, I mean, Roosh is going to, he beat the shit out of Pillman. He's going to beat the shit out of Christopher Daniels and then beat the shit out of, out of Brian Danielson. I call that a win. He's definitely a win in, He's so much people, in, uh, in, uh, Whatever Manny's world's called, I was trying to think of someone, but nothing was I mean, in my, in my in my head, he's the top heel in the promotion. He just is on dark. Manny, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, man. Uh, next up, Red Velvet versus Jay Cargill. Um, Jay Cargill no got the win. So, what did Chris say? Nobody gives a. He's reading the comment. Um, Good yeah. match. Okay, uh, yeah, Red Velvet versus Jay Cargill. Uh, Jay Cargill got the win, 50th win for her, 50 and 0. Um, I thought it was funny when they was like, is Red Velvet going to be the one and 41 and one? I was like, okay. 
Yeah, like, I, I never really bought into it, to be honest. Uh, I saw a couple of people talk about it and question it and stuff. Or, or, no, I weren't really buying into it. I found it very surprising and questionable why they let Red Valve get the visual pin on Jade, to be honest. Uh, especially if this is like the end of them. Like, unless unless Valve it's now going to be like built up and built up and built up and they wrestle again and then she beats Jade. Like, I, don't, I don't know why you'd give Valve that visual pin. Like, I, just don't, I don't get it. Because, it's a, it's a small Martin, thing. It's not that important. You know, Chris is probably about to fuck me. But go on. What's the pro- I'll say this. What, first off, what's the product you fucking mark? Second thing, it's because what do you mean? Watch the product, bro. Because <laughs> Red Velvet and uh, Jade are linked. Like, yeah, I know. The white <laughs> so. Also, Mark, no, let him cook. Let him, you know, she always gets emotional. Let him finish. Because they always get, she always gets closer and closer to beating Jade. So this time they gave her a visual pin. Cook. Yeah, that's look. Cool. TV, Watch, just how many black women? Bro, unless, like I said, bro, unless Valve is beating Jade, it's both, like, I don't get it. Like, it don't make no yeah. sense to me, bro. I don't like, get it either. Because like, it's got a visual but even in what you, Even in your explanation, it would have to end with Valve eventually getting that win. Like, Look, Monty, I get what you're saying because there's like three women in that division that are, have wrestled Jade a couple times and then lose every time. It's her, Willow, and Kara Hogan. Were, they get closer every time. I mean... I don't know how many stories over the division we need of women getting closer to beating Jade. Just have somebody beat her already, or Ooh. have like a somebody on the level would just uh, have a competitive match. If you think, oh shit, who's gonna win? Because every time I see a match graphic with Jade, I'm like, oh look, this Jade's just gonna beat another person. Yeah, my so. thing is just like it's not even like oh Red Velvet don't deserve to do that. It's more of a thing of like why, you know? Like like I said, unless Red Velvet is now gonna go on to beat Jade in a few months or whatever, or whenever it is it's like i just don't what's the point why why are you doing it no who who does it do anything for like it just yeah it makes jade look weaker even though she gets the win like it's just it's you know it's why would you put an asterisk next to a red velvet win it's weird um yeah regarding the match regarding the match though um okay christmas chemistry you know what happened hey man I don't know. Hello. Yeah, you're Hello? good. Yeah, we can't hear you. Is, is the other side of the room to his microphone? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can. Yeah, now we can. Close to your microphone. I was just saying, um, matches encouraging in the sense that Jade Cargill, those appeared where people just didn't react to her matches because it was like she's just squashing a, a nothing competitor. But now she's like getting over as like a super athlete and people are popping for like just her impressiveness physically. Um, during during the commercial break, she did the Bianca st- spot where she kind of hoisted them up in the military press position and went up the stairs, and the crowd went reacted really big for that. So I think that's just something to monitor and and, and take note of. Yeah, man, that's what, that's what she is. She's impressive, you know. Like she's yeah. impressive. She's impressive visually. She's impressive athletically. She's just you know, she's just big star energy, man. Um, yeah. Uh, next up, we had the whole uh, Britt Baker. She's getting checked on like backstage because obviously she got jumped earlier in the show. And Ruby, of all people, comes to check on her. And uh Brit Brit's like crazy dismissive to her and like, kind of basically sends a packing, which I found quite uh 
funny considering uh last week she was saying oh you've got to make a choice you know you're either with us or against us like trying to convince her to be on her side and when ruby comes and checks on her this week she's dismissive of her and kind of sends her away so uh what do we think ruby's doing i don't know but um, i think she's going to be ruby ruby going here like is like a waste of a good baby face low-key you know, I think, I think she's like, she's, you know. I That's think Ruby is going to try to prove Earth. that she's loyal to AEW and that she wants that to be, be on their side. But then she's going to realize that there's some fake ass hoes and that they don't appreciate <laughs> her and she's going to go her own way. Simple. Uh, I, 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 I don't know what's, what's going to happen, but I. Her going to team. No, go ahead. Cut me off again. Go ahead. Cut me off, Chris. <laughs> Don't cut you off, bro. Okay. Go ahead. Ibu cut me off. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yell at you. I'll slap him for you. My anger was Chris, Chris, Chris literally cut me off. I was saying that Ruby saying. does not have to turn heel. <laughs> Ruby, why am I camera off? Ruby going to Team WWE does not mean she has to turn heel. She could be reluctant that, yo, I mean, like she knows Team WWE better, so she can just. Go that way, but she, she can be reluctant doing it. Not everything has to be. This thing doesn't have to just be WWE. All the women WWE are gonna be fucking heels because we're AEW. It could just people can be re- reluctant. Like you can also have faces and heels on the AEW side. You know what I mean? Like Britt Baker is a heel. She's still a heel, and she's on AEW side. You know. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm just a especially like someone here so are they gonna is this gonna just be them like the people that want to participate or are they gonna make the whole roster pick a side because i'm so confused like why is this even a factor if it's just like because it's gonna lead it's probably gonna lead to a war games match isra so they're gonna they're gonna set up a five on five of some kind it's called blood and guts yeah i actually think Having the whole women's roster be part of this would be well. You can't have the whole women's roster because WWE be fucking outed, fucking fucking outnumbered. But I think having a majority of the women's roster involved would be fucking something we don't see in wrestling a lot. Like you're talking like an all-encompassing storyline, right? An all-encompassing yeah. story surrounded around about the whole division. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it doesn't happen much these days. Um, we've seen that be good and we've seen it be bad. Um, I don't know what's going to happen exactly. All I know is that the most interesting thing about this so far has not been the Tony Storm stuff or Soraya. It's been Britt Baker and Ruby for me personally. So um, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how so that Britt relationship that develops bitch. on TV. Britt Baker is good on TV generally. So um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how that develops. Yeah, we'll see how, uh, see how Ruby makes a choice because like you just said, you know, she might be trying to prove herself and then they just beat you through. Because that's basically what's happened the past two weeks, man. It's like, like I said that's, earlier, like Britt Baker. Like. Yeah, like Britt Baker was like trying to convince her almost last week. And then this week, she was crazy dismissive towards her. So it's kind of like, kayfabe, if you're Ruby, it's like, where do you stand? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a, you know, whatever, kayfabe. Um, right, real business right now. Main event Samoa Joe versus Darby. Yeah. Anything yeah. Goes. TNT Championship online. Um, the third match in the trilogy of Samoa Joe versus Darby Allin. Something that I think is over delivered in ways I can't express right now. <laughs> um, 
what like, what a trilogy between the two. Samoa Joe is still just just I think I'll get into it once I passed it around a bit. But yeah, it was a great match. Uh Manny, I know you give his full five. Uh go off. Man, this was just a spectacle to watch. I I when this was said and done, I was like, this is one of the greatest matches that ever happened on AW TV or I guess wrestling TV. The the violence, like the sheer like Darby just not giving a fuck about his body was just insane. And then for I just I felt like I just saw the passion come back in Samoa Joe's eyes, you know, him looking up at the sky saying, Man, I fucking like in my head, I don't usually look at the sky, he's not saying, Let this be over. I'm like, thank God I'm still wrestling, you know, like because he fucking there's no way Samoa Joe is doing a top uh, middle rope uh muscle buster a couple months ago, you know. I think after every match, after yeah, every he's match, busting that shit out for carrying cross, bro. You know. Yeah, I think after every match he's had in AEW, he's just like, bro, I'm fucking Samoa Joe. I still got this shit in me, and like, it's just it's just an awesome sight. I just I just can't wait to see what Samoa Joe's gonna do with this title. I just hope he doesn't lose it to Warlow. Israel, um, this what what are your thoughts on this Derby versus Samoa Joe trilogy that they've had? I didn't watch any of them. I don't want, I don't, I've never watched the Darby Allen match. So I'm, I, I apologize. I, we, we, and, Samoa, and Joe, Samoa Joe is one of my favorite wrestlers ever. So I can't wait to see what he's doing with this title moving forward with people that I'd rather watch. Cause I, I, I don't support Darby Allen and I haven't watched any of his matches. I literally I walk away. I did not know that. So, yeah, but I, I love Samoa Joe to death. Like, you know I love Samoa Joe in so many yeah, different ways. that's what I was asking. I was thinking, I'm sure. I love him. Was, uh, um, maybe I will, like, watch it some other time. Like, I'll, like, illegally maybe. stream it and watch it. Yeah. But I, I just <laughs> I just get the ick, so I just turned it off. But, um, yes, continue. I don't want to kill the vibe. If you want to watch you're, you're doing good. Joe, you call Samoa Joe one of your favorite ever, so you're not killing any balls, you know? <laughs> Go on, no, Rob. Samoa Joe was literally, like, was different. It? I was going to say, yo, man, this match, yo. <laughs> Dog, when he threw him, yo, when he went up the stairs, first of all, we were watching this last night on Discord. When he went up the stairs, bro, I got I got so much PTSD, bro, from Bound for Glory 2008. Niggas don't understand, bro. <laughs> you went there, you went there. Bro. bro, and then fucking, so then he throws him head first on top of the, fu- on, on the fucking stairs. Throws him head first on the stairs, bro. I've never screamed with such a higher pitch in my voice in my life, bro. That match was so fucking good, bro. Shout out Joe. Um, shout out, you know, maybe <clears throat> shout out Darby. I don't know. But Darby, Darby is fucking insane. Shout there's Darby. no I'm about to say, there's no way Darby's not on something, bro. Like, there's no way. All the shit that he takes, all the shit that he does, there's no way he's not on something. Gives his body to the game, bro. That's, that's, like, wild, that's a wild kid out there, you know? He's uh, he's, so, he's something. What about you, Chris? What are you saying? We lost him. Again. I will say I, I thought Samojo was I thought I, fantastic. It's a top ten Samojo match all time for me. Um so, so you know I I went to his match. Is that me or is okay. Robo Chris? We lost him. You know. We'll try again, you know, maybe. Ibu, um you wanna get some shit off on this Samojo Darby Allen? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do. I thought. I thought this was tremendous. Uh, I, I gotta say, man. Um, 
I got, I'm kind of annoyed at like the people who are like framing this as like, it's like Joe has like been reborn or rediscovered this like side of him. It's like Joe is the, bro, Joe, Samoa Joe has always been Samoa Joe. That nigga. He's, weren't you calling him Wash not too long ago? He was. Can I, can I, can I, I cannot stand this hypocrite. No, what you just said right now is true. I hope that means that you're doing some um, internalizing and that you're saying that you was wrong when you were calling him washed because you're literally subbing yourself right now. Can I finish what I was saying? No. So, so the, the, Here's the thing. So hmm. people are framing this as if like he's rediscovered this or this company has done that. The thing about Samoa Joe is he's been a victim of bad creative or just b bad booking for the majority of his career. But mm -hmm. the thing about Joe is, so he has lost a lot physically in terms of what he can do, but what he has retained throughout his entire career is what, in my opinion, is most important to his presentation and what's most important in wrestling, which is that mm -hmm. he can all he can still act like Samoa Joe no matter what. And so in this situation in AEW, right, where he can continue to just be mean and nasty and snarl and act like a tough guy and, have the swagger, right? Darby Allen's the perfect opponent for him because he can take minimal bumps, he can throw this guy around, and this guy's gonna fucking bump like a maniac for him, right? So Samoa Joe bleeding and just punching Darby and throwing him around and, 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 and doing his big moves, it's gonna be incredible because Samoa Joe is amazing at projecting just the Samoa Joe aura. I don't know if you guys noticed this, I, took, I counted, I might have miscounted. Monty, you know Samoa Joe took two bumps in this match? Yeah, he ain't got to take, bro. Two! Yeah, Two. he's wrestling Darby Allen, bro. That's how it's yeah, supposed and, to be. And and you know what popped me more? I'm watching this picture-in-picture picture stuff, right? And I'm I'm like, oh, this this man said, I ain't taking no fucking bumping picture-in-picture. You know what his picture-in-picture picture was? It's, crank that neck, brother. Crank that neck a little bit. You know, he's, he's cranking his neck. And uh, it's just great, man. Darby Allen is, is very, um, he crumples and he, he just falls all over the place like a crackhead. Um... And uh, what was I going to say? He's very sympathetic because of the size. And Samoa Joe is just a beast with the presence, like I said. So it, it's really a perfect marriage. I think in 2023, this is the best possible person to put against Samoa Joe because it puts less stress on him to do anything physically. And he can just literally be Joe. Uh, the just There was just an intensity and a chaoticness to this entire match and a very high sense of danger because it felt like Joe could throw Darby off literally anything throughout the whole thing. When they fought on the steps, I got really scared because I thought um, – Joe was going to do the, the sting spot from Bound for Glory 2008. Uh, but it was Darby who took the bump on the steps, which is just fucking insane. Um, but overall, man, like, Chris might be right. This might be like one of the 10 best Joe matches ever. I thought this was sensational. Amazing main event. And uh, I, I think it, bro. it is a Joe, Joe, Joe is him. And, and, and again, I just want to reiterate, Joe has always been Joe. He's just now put in a situation where he can look mean and also win the match. And... Um, you know, bleed a little bit and, you know, just just do more. But, like, Joe has always been Joe. He's just, for a lot of his career, he's been the victim of bad booking or bad creative. Um, Rob, what was he going to say? So, um, Evo, have you ever called Samoa Joe Wash? He's physically washed, but he's still Samoa Joe. Like, there's a there's a difference, you know? Like, yeah, but you called him Wash, bro. Yeah. You know, you I don't know if I said Wash, wash but, but I don't know. I don't remember. I remember getting wash, mad at you about it, you know? <laughs> I don't as, as as a Samoa Joe uh, lover, you know, he's, just, he's he's a very special person in more wrestling fandom. You know, Samoa Joe. He's uh, he's, an all, he's an all timer. He's amazing. He, he's the all timer, bro. 
He's the best wrestler to ever live, you know. Seven North, already know, you know. Yeah. Monty, Monty, you know what I really want to see him do? I can't lie. Since, since, uh, God, I'm forgetting my man's name who, who books Noah, Nosawa, Nosawa wrong guy. Since he's such a fan of the 40 year olds, right? The beast 45 year olds, I kind of want to see him mix it up with like Takashi Sugiura and like some of those. Just, bro, Joe's just him, bro. Like, bro, yeah. 2005, Samoa Joe, yeah, was the best wrestler in the world. Oh, for for my for my money, undoubtedly, like he had a there was a three month period in two thousand and five where he wrestled Necro Butcher. He did the classic triple threat match, um, the X Division one with Daniels and AJ, and he wrestled Kenta Kobashi a month after that. So in a three month period, he had matches that have like still stand the test of time twenty years later. It, genuine it, it, classic. He's unreal, man. Uh, unreal. That two thousand and five, you will struggle to find a wrestler that's had a better in terms of like match guide. Um, mm-hmm. For the shit that we pop for, like this audience, anyway. Um, mm-hmm. He's just, you know, this is 2005, bro. There's people watching this stream who weren't even born then. It's 18 years later. He's still like a beast. Rob. He's still having epic matches. He's still over as fuck. He still has the same <laughs> presence. He's still doing the faces. He's got the yeah. viciousness, the violence. He's still finding people like Darby that he has these special dynamics with. Like, he's yeah. far from his prime, like Ibu said. But he's still mm-hmm. better. He's still better than basically fucking everyone, bro. Like, in- Samoa Joe, including, including the guy who ran out yeah. after the match, including the guy bro, who ran out at him. Samoa Joe, at thirty percent, thirty percent of what he was in his prime, is still better than like ninety-five percent of the business, bro. Yeah, we gotta remember, him, bro. Like, he's like. Don't yo, started, yo, Rob, bro. Rob, where's this your gunshot from Monty's promo, Oh, shit, bro. shit, shit. Okay. I, was, fucking... I was not paying attention. I'm tweaking. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you, you mentioned Wardlow, bro. Guess what? Joe needs to beat Wardlow again. TK tried to cause it with Wardlow by having Darby come in and do this bout thing with Darby and Joe, but you've ended up at the same place you was before you course corrected because Joey's still over. Joey's still having banger matches. Joey's still the champion. And I don't really think anyone wants to see Wardlow beat him right now. Oh right? my God, God! People love Joe. <laughs> and he's flying right now. You know what I mean? How many more years have we got left of, like, Joe even being this good? Like I said earlier, bro, he's only, like, 30% of his prime now. Who the now. fuck is Wardlow? Bro, Samoa Joe, for fucking ever. Honor is real. Honor is forever. That's my fucking <laughs> guy. That is my guy, On that Powerbomb Merchant. Yo, Listen. <laughs> I know AEW wrestlers watch this shit. I need y'all niggas to sit Warlow down and show this nigga some Mike Awesome. Show this nigga some fucking Masato Tanaka versus Mike Awesome match. Say, hey, work like this, bitch ass nigga. Because this powerbomb, <laughs> how many powerbombs am I going to do? Shit is not cool anymore, bro. We are not children. How many awesome bombs and, are you going to do? I love you, man, but it's just, like I said, it's just, bro, you're putting him, you're making me choose between him and Joe, bro. Like, it's not mm. even a We're choosing Joe time. every time. I'm going to let yeah, you know. Even, it's yeah, not, yeah, 10 I, times I, out of 10, I bro. I told like, y'all niggas a month ago, real niggas look like real niggas till actually real niggas walk in the room. And mm-hmm. y'all thought Samoa, y'all thought Warlow did a swan tie. Y'all thought he was a real nigga. He's not a real nigga. Samoa <laughs> Joe is a real nigga. <laughs> I, you know, I, 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 I gotta say that man, that is true, Monty. Because like, I, I don't hate Wardlow. I don't hate him, right? Fuck. Um, I, I think, I think that he's been a victim sometimes of inconsistent booking and shit like that. But like, Samoa Joe is such a fucking beast. It's I feel like Wardlow was has been booked to look like a beast. What are you talking about? 
He has been booked for the Bullet Carter Beast. He's just not a beast. I feel like when you have when when you're put on that high of a stage and Mm. you don't capitalize, then you don't deserve the spot. Two weeks. That's what I think. Two weeks after he cooked MJF at double nothing, he faced twenty security guards on Dynamite. Peach said he is getting there. What? He ain't he who he getting there yet? You know where he's going? NX fucking T. Yeah, it's it's giving NXT 2.0. Like he's he's giving me uh what's his name? Don't say it. Uh, Don't Braun say Breaker. It. Oh my god. Whoa. Oh, he's way better than Braun Breaker though. He's way better. He's than giving Braun me uh what's his name? The dude with the don't got a neck. What's his name? Quincy Elliott. No, <laughs> no, Melo. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> You are so wrong for that. You know what I remembered? Someone in one of our someone in one of our comments, like almost a year ago, in one of the early podcasts, back when Wardlow was like doing well, someone was asking like, "Who's a better big man, like Wardlow or Gunther?" (laughs) I remember that shit, bro. That's 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 scary. Nasty, bro. Samoa Joe. I I just don't get how Wardlow just. Like the way the way his like body is and like the the way the like he shaped as a wrestler, he goes out there and wrestles like Jeff Hardy, bro. Like, how do you not go out there and watch like Ishii when he's been in AEW? And be like, hey man, maybe maybe I'm doing something Wardlow, wrong. Wardlow, mm-hmm. welcome to CMLO. Bro, you know I'm talking like, oh yeah, Joe was best wrestler in the world in 2005, 18 years ago. In 2004 was when the Punk feud was. That's 19 years ago, bro. Like he's fucking. <laughs> And if you ain't seen the Necro Butcher match, you need to see the Necro Butcher match. Like, it's... And just see where you're at with that kind of match. Do you know what I mean? I'm not gonna gonna sit here... Transcend your fandom, bro. It's insane. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. I thought Samojo was cooked during that match when Darby hit him with the table. And then when he was laying there, I said, oh, fuck, I think Joe's done. When he he had that cut, when he had that cut flowing down his eye, and he looked at fans and said, sit your ass down. I, I was telling our friend, I was telling your friend Joe that Darby hit him so hard he thought he was in 2005 Ring of Honor. And he thought he was wrestling Amazing Red. <laughs> you Amazing bro, Red's a great combo. Bro, though. he had a match of your candidate taking two bumps. <laughs> you just yeah. two match of your candidate. Too special, bro. You know, he's uh, it's funny Darby because like. Everyone was saying uh, throughout the week, like, carpet money was so... Like, when Cody won the Rumble, it was like, carpet money's fucking, you know, just exploded or whatever the fuck. And, you know, money's going to have a victory lap and everything. But, like, when Cody won the Rumble, it just kind of felt like, uh, as we were saying earlier in the podcast, I like, kind of knew it was all... Yeah, like... like it kind of just felt... It felt, honestly, it just felt right. You felt you like know? it was supposed to happen. It felt it right. You are so <laughs> sick. No, it was predictable. Not right. It was predictable. Yeah, I'm, I'm just talking about my experience. You know? and, and I'm uh, just talking about... Then, like, this, you, you see this Joe match, bro, last night? It had mm. me fucking wild in, bro. Like, bro. I, I was, I felt like ripping out my shirt like Hogan, bro. Like, <laughs> Joe, you just... Samoa Joe, he's just in, he's in his special crop of wrestlers that just fucking do something to me, bro. bro. There's if him, Discord, the Briscoes, and there's probably like three or four of us. But like, Samoa Joe forever, man. Bro, Just, if you, bro, you and I want Samoa Joe to run a train on literally everybody right. and like never let go of that belt. Uh, it should be in there. Before we end the show, 
I need everybody to go watch, listen to Samoa Joe on Talking to Jericho about Jay Briscoe. He tells one of the most insane wrestling court stories of, I've ever heard. He said, uh, he said Jay Briscoe, like, pit, when he was drunk, pissed all over Cole Cabana's gear. <laughs> and, like, and Cole Cabana was mad. Oh, my God. And then, yep. like, it was so they were so like he was so mad that they, they called wrestle wrestling court and they so they told uh Jay like he has to wrestle with uh, his socks pissed on like so they pissed on his socks and like <laughs> he just wrestled with those on it's just like it's an awesome story <clears throat> the good old days of ring of honor you know Monty Monty I got a question for you good how would you how how would you <laughs> feel and react Monty how would you feel and react if Wardlow really does straight up ultimately beat Joe at Revolution and take that belt back, and that's the that's it for Joe as a TNT champ. Y'all like standing up for WWE? I'm just hold on, let, let, let Monty answer. Hope he, yeah, bro, I'm hoping on Cody Rhodes. It's cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, it's just it's kind of what everyone's expecting, and I think mm-hmm. us as the Wrestle Purists Galaxy, we should do what we done last time when we all thought Wardlow was going to be. Samoa Joe, and we should push the agenda again, and we should start up the train again, and we should bully so, Tony so- Khan into not allowing that to happen again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're not gonna have to just beat someone else, bro. I don't know what you want from me. You know, like, like <laughs> Joe's rolling right now. He's in his mid forties. Yeah. People fucking love him, and he's delivering every time, bro. He's having great matches with Juice Robinson, who hasn't gave a fuck for three years. Like, what are we True. doing? You know, bro, bro, bro. Every juice, every juice match under the Tony Khan that umbrella has been like actively like just depressing. Except the Samoa Joe match, which is really good. It was the yeah. only match he was a baby facing, though. To be fair, was it better? Sure, sure. Was it better than any juice match in the G One from last year? Probably. The yeah, last time Juice yeah, got me fired up was the Moxley matches, and that's three yeah. years ago. Oh well, he had a he was in that good ass four way for the IGB, IGP. Yeah, he was in the US title. That four way Will Osprey, bro. Like, come on, bro. Yo, it was Will Osprey, Tanahashi. <laughs> <What> <laughs> <the> <laughs> <box>. <laughs> yeah, nigga. Yeah, nigga. Bro. Vacation can't stop this shit, cuz. Big A on this bitch. Copious amounts of drugs in my body. Copious amounts of tequila in my body. Copious amounts of cognac in my body. I'm here to tell you how you hang that Adam Pierce, you old pussy nigga. Wrestling with my dick. I'm out here on vacation. No vacation. I'm still here, nigga. I'm still here. Wrestling with my dick. Shout out to all the real niggas tapping in. Shout out to all the real, um, uh, Israel. What do we call AO supporters? Think real fast. Oh, fuck. AO Army? That's terrible, but we rocking with it right now, cuz. Hey, man, eat a dick. Shout out Monty. Shout out Queen Israel. Shout out Lil' Bro Rob. Shout out Manny. Shout out Lil' Bro Chris. I'm out of here. I got bad bitches to fuck. I got drugs to take. I got tequila to drink. Send a take of the fucking bad bitches. <laughs> Crazy, yo. Look, they put an AR in the, in, the, in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's yo, a. Uh, yo, 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 the chat is getting shameless, bro. Niggas, niggas, niggas writing AO Army, AO Sexuals. <laughs> but yeah, man, yeah. AO, obviously, like you said, he, he's good. on holiday, <laughs> man. So, uh, yeah, AO's on holiday. Um, 
He's not going to be on Unpurist tomorrow, but he will be in spirit. And Chris and Rob and Marcus, I think they're going to hold it down. Um, but yeah, man, I think I think that AO message is a quite a good point to get out because you're going to start me on Samoa Joe again and we'll be here for another hour. Um, Chris, Rob, you want to plug Unpurist real quick? Yeah, uh, watch Unpurist. We're going to be doing some new ideas to keep things fresh. Yeah. Um so uh, watch them first, or you don't support black-owned um, podcast. Best motherfucking mm-hmm. podcast on the site. I will be sober. Hmm. Israel, you want you got anything you want to plug? No. Um, Tony yeah. Khan, if you are watching this, or if anyone that works in AEW is watching this, can you tell Tony to book Eddie Kingston? Because I really miss him. Mm-hmm. I'll respect That's it. Him. I don't. I don't respect. got nothing else going on. I'm just. He'll be, on, he'll be on Fridays, but yeah. like, you, but I wouldn't watch Fridays either. Um, <clears throat> Ibu, you. Bro, you're you, uh, such a WWE show. <laughs> Ibu, you got anything you want to push? I love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Um, not now. Now, not now. 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 But uh, just stay tuned, everybody. That's all I'm gonna say. Money. Uh. I don't really got anything to promote. I mean, I got a hundred masks today, so I mean, hundred masks. No, like today was like the hundredth one. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like that's that's what I thought you meant. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What was was number? Who was number one hundred? The ultimate guerrero. The ultimate. Ultimate. Yeah, yeah. That's a respectable number one hundred. You know, we can respect that. W. Yeah. Uh, Parker, 199, watching in the bath. Parker, we love you. <laughs> we love you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not your white ass taking a bath or watching the recipe as possible. <laughs> <laughs> not your white ass. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Shout out, yeah. Manny, to getting 100 masks. Um, also, a quick shout out to. Uh, we've got a new feature on the website. It's about the trilogy of Samoa Joe versus Darby Allin. Obviously, it's been one of the great trilogies in recent years in terms of matches. Um, just really great shit uh, by Joe Hulbert, who's obviously a big Samoa Joe guy, probably more so of me than me, and you've seen how I've just acted. Um, it's really good shit. All of Joe's features are always like amazing. So oh, wow. if you get a chance to read that and you want to read that and you're into that kind of thing, please do... Uh, Read that Samoa Joe Darby Allen feature article that we've got up. Um, on Purist tomorrow. Um, oh, what is the super chat? Well, I'll get to it. Rest of Furious Worldwide Monday. Um, Israel is going to be cooking up a podcast coming soon. Um, Late Night Grin. Manny's on there sometimes. All that good shit. Uh, Rest of Might be on later. He might be on later. Jim uh, Cornette, 199. Love you, Ibu. Uh, have you got anything you'd like to say to Jim Cornette before we get out of here, Ribu? Jim, thank you for the love. I can't say I love you back, but I do appreciate the money. No, live said. your truth. Then he Tell can't him say he love you and he's your dad. Jim, can't say Jim, I'll, 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 Jim, Jim I'll, I'll tell you this, man. Listen, thank you, fuck you, bye. Oh, God. Yo, uh, shout out everyone who's been watching. Please like, subscribe. Uh, appreciated all the super chats and... Uh, Catch you next time. <laughs>